What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. So, we're already kicking off at a great start here, Will. This is just, this is going perfect. I couldn't have asked for anything better for how this episode starts. This is episode 326 for the week of February 11th, 2024. The title of this week's episode is, and I struggled with this one for a little bit, but the title of this week's, this week's episode is, Rosters are changing. That's always true. It's Valentine's Day. Can I team with you? Wonderful. You like that shit? <laughs> My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man in the Halo Outpost Discovery hat, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Ram. Will, how are you doing on this Wednesday evening? I'm doing all right. You just notified me that it's snowing outside. Not happy about that. That but it is. It is what it is. Minnesota, you know. <laughs> it, that's true. It, it's now it's Minnesota. Uh and I hate puns, but like we haven't had snow in a long time. Like we legitimately have not had snow this winter in a long time. Yeah, we've we've been lucky. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I agree. It's, I mean, I, yeah, it's been very light this year. Yeah, I know a lot of people love snow and shit. And like, I was born in December, but I fucking hate it. I can't, I can't stand it. So, whatever. Oh my god. I'm, I'm getting a tweet out because I haven't even done that yet. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm starting the show, dude. I'm struggle bussing, man. Oh. Uh. Got to get pure delight in the tweet here. Ooh. Can't wait for the announcement. I just can't wait. Can we just skip? (laughs) No, we're not. Fuck. We're not skipping. Fuck you. (laughs) I have a plan. God damn it. Um, Screw the plans. Throw the script out the window. Let's roll. No. (laughs) Okay. There. Tweet's been sent out. We're finally back on track. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the live show. Everybody. Riz, thank you for the gifted sub to, <laughs> to me. To Will, aka I am Mr. Mayhem. Riz gets a woo! Ashley Blair with the fucking 11 month resub. One away from that one year. Thank you so very much for the resub. You also get a woo! Greatly appreciated, as always. Um, everybody that's tuning in live, we got Juan, we got Riz, we got Shoulduff, PD, Zarn, Spring King, Maraud. Excuse me. Ashley. Watsy, Dragon Slayer, Beth, John, Master Chiefer. Try not to miss anybody. We're good. Welcome, everybody, to the live show. Everybody that's trickling in, welcome as well. To all the lurkers in the chat, welcome as well. Good to see you all. Except we're not actually seeing you lurking, and that's perfectly fine as well. We appreciate you regardless. Um, Will? Yeah. We got a lot to discuss today. That we do. Lots and lots to discuss. So for those who don't know how this show is going to go, let me give you all a heads up. So uh, when we get to the roster mania segment, PD is going to join us. Uh, We're going to go to a quick, a quick break because I need to switch the scene over and it's going to look really fucking weird if we try doing that based off how the scenes are set up in OBS. So we're going to take a quote unquote break before the roster mania segment to get PD on the call. Um, Then we'll switch over. We'll have him in. He will provide us with the uh, amazing announcement that's going to take place. Um, 
And then we're going to take another quick break after the roster radius segment to switch back over to the normal setup that we have. And when we get to our topic of the HCS Open Series week number two results, we have some gameplay that we're going to uh, go over that took place, some really cool plays, some um, really cool comebacks that happened, uh, that crazy overtime, like, King of the Hill, last stand type situation between Sentinels and Optic Gaming. We're going to go through it all. It's going to be a fun time, and we hope you all enjoy as well. So, without further ado, um, Zilla, welcome back as well. Will, let's get into some competitive news. First piece, actually, no, wait, am I, what am I doing, Will? Will, what Shit. am I doing? What are, you, what are you doing? Will. That's it for the fake competitive news. We're backing up. Will, you were going to ask me something. What's on this show, John? Thank you very much. I told you, I'm so fucking like trying to manage all this shit in my head and I'm just losing my goddamn mind. Um, Blackout with a three month resub. You also get a woo. He says, hashtag fuck you, Josh. Hashtag fuck you, Blackout. All right. On this week's episode of the show, we have the fixed to ranked matchmaking has been released, but is it even better? Will, I'm going to ask you because you've been playing some ranked. Um, and chat, if you guys okay. have been playing some ranked, I want to hear your guys' thoughts as well. But we'll get into that in just a second. We then have a special announcement by none other than Pure Delight, who's going to join us later on in the show. Roster Mania continues as we inch closer and closer to Arlington. And we have our topic of the HCS Open Series Week number 2 results. Now it's officially time for the competitive news. There it is. Ranked matchmaking update by Halo Support. The ranked, uh, the Halo Infinite development team has published a backend update to address issues impacting ranked playlists. Players should begin to see improvements today as their current ranks trend towards their true ranks. The team will continue to monitor feedback and reports as well. So, with that in mind, let's let's just take that sentence for what it is because will when you and i talked about this last night this is exactly what it's sounding like to me from what what you experienced sans the other thing that happened but regarding like the plus minus um the statement is players should begin to see improvements today as their current ranks trend towards their true ranks therefore will chat how have your experiences been within ranked since this update yeah, um, the with just concerning the plus and minuses, it's been better, right? Um, I am trending back to where I was right now. I'm only getting like a negative four for a loss. A lot of my wins are plus twelve, plus elevens, so that feels good. I'm in, I'm moving up through the ranks where I was stuck before because it was kind of flipped before where I was only getting plus four or five for a win and negative 10, 11 for a loss, no matter what I did. So it felt like it was going to be a uphill climb, constant, nonstop, never going to get there. Now it seems to be the other way around. Um, The thing that's not really balanced or fixed for me yet is the range of skill within a single match. Um, there's too much variance when trying to balance the teams. Um, for example, I'm on a team of full platinum players. Mm-hmm. The other team has two platinums, a gold and a diamond to hit that balance. Um, but sometimes since the ranks 
aren't fully balanced out yet because this fix is new. Right. That diamond player, it might actually be an onyx player and they dominate the whole lobby. We might pick on the gold and they go three and 11, but the onyx player is just cleaning up everybody because they're, there's like jumps in skill gap, right? And sometimes that Onyx player just understands more. Maybe they're on the mic helping their team out. It just creates an unbalanced game. So that's what I've been experiencing sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. So because ranks are still like equalizing as to where you should be based on like, because like you said, now it feels like you're gaining more for a win, losing less for a loss depending upon where the game thinks you should be, because the game is now, now that this fix, we don't know what the fix is, but now that this fix is out, the game is trying to put you to where you should be without doing a full reset. So with that, Will, like you said, because the game probably thinks you're in diamond, um, you're still sitting in plat, the game is giving you more, you're getting plus more for a win, minus less for a loss, because the game's trying to get you to where you technically should be. Right. And because... Not everybody's there yet. Not everybody's equalized as to where they should be yet. You are still experiencing those odd matches every now and again of where there are players of drastically different skill than where they should be in your lobby, so on and so forth. Okay. Um, Bob Bangham, in all seriousness, I believe we have a, a method of verified chat on um, to prevent like bot spam to prevent massively negative things from happening. So if I'm not mistaken that like, I don't know the extent of it. I haven't really looked into it, but just know that, yes, I believe we have a, a sort of verified chat on to where you do have to verify some information. So that way we try to prevent things from happening. If you know what I mean? Um, welcome back, by the way, it's good to see you. Yeah. Also Dragar and uh, goalie sniper and Danny Phantom. Welcome back everybody. Hope everyone's having a great night. Um, Shoal Nuff said he feels absolutely, he feels it's absolutely the same, um, since the update has released, um, Shoal Nuff, how many games have you played? Like how many ranked games have you played? And then also, Will, I want to ask you, how many ranked games have you played since this update has come out roughly? Around 10. Okay. I would say. Sounds good. Um... Dragon Slayer says, I've never really understood why, even before this update, an Onyx can queue with a high gold and be put into a low diamond lobby. Technically, that shouldn't happen. Because, Will, correct me if I'm wrong here, but don't... Th Again, I could be blowing smoke out my ass, but, like, I swear to God, there is a system in place that prevents that drastic disparity within, like, skill divisions to queue with one another. Correct. Um... It's the higher you get, the more diminished that number is that the gap can be. So I know that a low diamond can queue with gold, but uh, uh, Onyx should not be able to. Right. And Bob Bangham, just adding to what you're saying, 1600 Onyx is the cutoff for like 1600 Onyx players from queuing with each other, like from joining up as a squad. Like you can have, you can have two people, um, like you can have two Onyx 1600 or above players teaming together 
You can't have more than that because of the, how the game is set up and the game is fucking stupid. But Bob, are you saying, because maybe I'm misunderstanding. Are you saying that 1600 Onyx is the cutoff for just queuing with anybody? That's what I want to know. And if that, if that's the case, I want to see where that information is coming from because there, there has to be, there has to be a waypoint article out there that says an information. Like I'm guaranteed there is will. There is. Um, I just don't remember which one it is. Yeah. I was trying to look it up. I couldn't find it off the, the rip there either. Yeah. Um, it is. And it's not, it's not directly based on like Dragar. Dragar says like um, silver to plat one. It's, it's not like that. It's actually a range. Like, um, it's like it starts at like nine hundred, nine hundred CSR, and then yeah. as you get higher, then that's only a percentage. And then if you get higher up into high diamond and onyx, it's a percentage. Like I know, I think a diamond to mid gold is the range, and then if you get up higher, it's basically onyx into platinum somewhere. Yeah. You are correct, Will. I believe it is a CSR range. I just don't know exactly what that range is, but I'm, I swear to God, it is in a Waypoint article. Um, but uh, Bob Bangham, so the, there was an issue with ranked matchmaking that is still present. It doesn't sound like they fixed this specific issue where, yes, like, Onyx players will play with and against gold platinum players as well. Like not queuing with them, but playing with and against them just due to the matchmaking system. But due to the rules in place, like actual rules that are in place, if you are Onyx 1600, you can only play with, you can only queue with one other player that is Onyx 1600 or lower. Um, I mean, Onyx 1600 or higher. You cannot queue with more than one additional person that is over 1,600 Onyx. I did find the article here, Josh. Okay, uh, please let us know what the information is, Will. All right. The Fireteam CSR limit range is applied based off the highest ranked player in the Fireteam and works like this. For 899 CSR, gold 6, or lower, there are no restrictions in queuing. Okay. At 900 CSR, Platinum 1, a limit of 900 points is introduced. So if the highest member of your team is platinum one, those members can only be 900 points below that. Between 900 CSR platinum one and 1500 CSR onyx, the fire team CSR limit will slowly tighten as you climb the ranks. It will start at the limit of 900 uh, mentioned above and tighten to its final destination of 600. So that means if you take a onyx 1500 and bring that down 900 points you're somewhere still in gold right you can still queue with the gold sounds like it uh, this essentially means that on the way to onyx every two csr gained will tighten the fire team limit by increment of one csr okay for example, if a player progresses from 900 CSR Platinum 1 to 1200 CSR Diamond 1, their fire team CSR limit would tighten from 900 to a stricter 750. At this new 1200 CSR, the lowest ranked 
they could party up would, would then be a 1200, their CSR minus 750, the fire team CSR limit equaling 450 or silver four. Okay. At 1,500 CSR and above, the limit is 600 points. For example, if a player was Onyx 1,700, the lowest CSR they could party up with would be 1,100 or Plat 5. Got it. But it, So at 1,500, you add another 250 points to that, so then we're back down in the 900s. Gazman's saying uh, lowest would be, could be Plat 1. Yeah. And then at 1,600... CSR and above the fire team size for ranked playlist is reduced to a maximum of two players. And then Dragar did say that it'd be plat one to Onyx 1500 in his two step. Yeah. Okay. But now we have the waypoint article that explains that information. Okay. And then Bob Bangham, just to go back on what you were saying as well, I still believe that the the act because what we talked about earlier, right? The the ranks are still equalizing out, like they're still not where they technically should be for the players. Um, so like obviously the more players play ranked because they didn't do a reset with this update, so the more players play ranked, the more you should be getting to where you should, like the game thinks you should be. In which case we should see less of those instances happening of the fucky instances of players on teams that really shouldn't belong there. So yes, it, that is still an issue. Like it does not sound like that has been fixed in this update that it just released. It sounds like I they, don't go ahead. Will. I don't think they, I don't think they see it as an issue, right? Because this, the CSR is still technically balanced, right? It's just, now that they've fixed the CSR plus minus, you'll get to where you should be sooner. So that way these instances of what appear to be mismatch matches are less popular. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, I'm going to get this wrong, but I want to say this the way that I read it. Uh, hey there, boy. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show again. I totally mispronounced that probably, but that's the way I read it. And I wanted to say it like that. So I fucking did. And the one war Eagle, thank you for the follow as well. Welcome to the live show. Hostel says, hopefully things work themselves out soon. I agree, man. I agree. And also welcome back hostel and Gasman. Yeah. And honestly, the more people play, the more it'll work out. So get on halo people. Get me out of those two minute queue times, please. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Danny, welcome back. Good to see you. All right, so there's that. Thank you guys for that information. Oh, also, I missed one. I missed a comment here. Missed a comment. Sholnuff says he played 25 games. Um, beginning the minus four for losses and the plus 12 for smoke in the lobby. Started a new season as gold five and was high as plat six last season. Yeah, so again, the placements were fucked because of the issue that had been present. That issue had since been fixed. So I'm guaranteed that if a new player like a player who did not play their placements when like when this, when the operation released, um, but you play your placements now, you should be like, things should be better for you. Um, yeah. but for will myself, a ton of others out there, especially those in chat right now who've been dealing with this situation. Now things should be a lot better to get you to where you should be where the game thinks you should be. And that'll be nice. Um, 
so yeah. Is this live right now? Did the Discord announcement not go off? Uh, Brooks, we are live right now. And I, uh, yeah, you're right. The Discord announcement did not go off, as a matter of fact. So I'm sorry. I apologize that didn't happen. But yes, we are live right now. Yes, we are. And it's good to see you, Brooks. Um, oh, Will, are you able to add the, uh, like in the, in the shout out section of the show, can you add the winners slash placements of the customs Olympics? Josh, if you scroll down to scrimmage, you already had it recaps. I have the top. You fucking already three added it. there. Love you. Love you. All right, cool. Love that. Love you. Okie dokie. Um, let me see here. Just trying to think now that I'm caught off guard. Next piece of competitive news. Yes. Thank you. Will, and thank you, Bob bang. I appreciate you. And thank you for the conversation as well. And being respectful. Yeah. 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 No, essentially we were just approaching the same concept from two different angles. Yep. It's all, all, all it turned out to be. And we all got to the same conclusion that Dragger posted earlier. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> we all got there. But like I said, I just, I really wanted to know what was said in that waypoint article, because I remember reading it a long fucking time ago. And yeah. it's, it's always nice to reference that information because especially when something's fucky as it has been with the matchmaking, it's always like, well, let's go back and see what it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? And then yeah. figure out that it's never actually happening. <laughs> All right, here we go. The final piece of competitive news, as a matter of fact, which just got announced today, thankfully, before we went live, because otherwise this would have been a fucking shit show. Um, HGS Arlington team passes are going on sale tomorrow. So for those who don't know, we're recording this episode on a Wednesday evening. Um, these tickets will go on sale on Thursday, February 15th. At 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern, the price will be $250. It covers all four players and a coach. In order to complete your team pass transaction, you must sign up with your full team. You must sign up with your full team. Love that. Love that change, actually. Yes. All players will need a start.gg account to be added to the roster. Sign up now to be ready for tomorrow. Your roster may be changed at any time prior to roster lock on March 11th. Roster lock March 11th. And if you need assistance, you can reach out at hcs at g oh, the email address hcs at ee.gg. Okay. And again, for those who don't recall this, there are 64 team passes that are going to be available. Is that a hard cap? Not necessarily. Tashi did tweet out, and we talked about this on a previous episode, that if interest exceeds them, like if the demand exceeds what is available, they will they will see about adding additional passes. But as of right now, there are 64 that are going to be available. Okay. Well, your delight in chat is asking, can we buy the pass before the roster is signed up? No. I.e., can I buy a pass then add the team? No. So that's, this is what I'm assuming is going to happen. You go to checkout. You're going to have to link 
or select your player's um, start.gg account to the full to, for, for the pass, and then you'll be able to check out once all those players are entered. Correct. It says in. Order- I don't see how else they could they could they could do it without having you enter them before the purchase is complete. Exactly. It states in the tweet: In order to complete your team pass transaction, you must sign up with your full team. So to complete that transaction, you need to sign up with everybody. Everybody must be there. And then you can change you can change members and and whatever at any time up until March 11th. Um Pharaoh asked does 64 include pro teams or are theirs reserved? I believe theirs are reserved. So this is 64 open bracket teams, not teams that have made it to the uh pool play. Correct. Correct. Open bracket teams only. Uh, Mexican Manther. Mexican Manther says, are you guys going to go? Cause I'll buy the tickets right now. Um, no, I will. You're a definitive. No, correct. Yeah, I'm not going. I can't, I can't go right now. Okay. I am basically a definitive. No, uh, March is a very, very busy month for things that are going on. Um, not only in HCS, but also at home. Um, so I'm not going to just outright say no, but I'm, I'm right there. So Mexican Manther, there are going to be a ton of other fucking people there, man. Um, lots of people from the community as well are going to be there. So please, just because we might not go, doesn't mean you shouldn't go and experience the amazing event as what it should be. So please, if you were ever thinking about going, you should absolutely do so. And, uh, please understand that we will be at others throughout the year. So it, just because we're not, we may not be able to go to Arlington doesn't mean we won't be able to go to ones later in the year. Um, so Brooks, uh, asked if you fellas were going to make an event this year, which do you think it would be? I'm going to say most likely worlds. I would love to make else SLC happen, but the worlds is what I'm aiming for. As long as, so worlds is a lock, no matter what. Um, SLC, I'm calling a lock as well. And then if finances are okay, then I'll say Atlanta as well. So Atlanta, SLC and worlds, SLC and worlds are a lock. Unfortunately, London is not in the cards. <laughs> Just put it that way. Um, but yeah. All right. And chat, if you guys have any other questions that you want to ask um, regarding the team passes, regarding events, so on and so forth, please put them in the chat. Um, we'll try to answer them. If we're not able to, somebody in chat probably will as well. So just one more time, just so people understand. Team passes for Arlington on sale tomorrow, Thursday, February 15th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. $250, four players and a coach included. In order to complete your past transaction, you must sign up with your full team. All members of said team need to have a start.gg account to be added to the roster. You can do that right now. You can sign up right now on the website. The roster can be changed at any time prior to roster lock, which is for March 11th. And if you need an email address to ask questions to ask questions to, I don't know how quickly they'll get back to you. So maybe Twitter might be a better way to go. But 
in their tweet officially hcs at ee.gg. There you go. And that's it for the competitive news. All right. We're going to go to Rostermania here. Um, but before we do so, uh, Shinkiro, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. PD, if you are in the chat right now, are you ready for a call? You Says are? I am and I am. Perfect. PD, are you there? I am in fact here. Fuck yes. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> fucking big ass smile right now. I love it. It's pretty exciting. It's it's fucking incredibly it exciting. I'm All right. pumped. I need to get my mouse again because I already left it at the fucking desk. So I'm an idiot. I'll be right back. Oh no. When I get on cam, you'll see to my right uh, where my little man Moose. It's his little little jail when he wants to watch me play Halo at night. Oh, I can jail. move it, but I'm not going to. All right. Um, okay, I'm gonna switch the scene, and I really, really fucking hope this works. <laughs> Otherwise, it's gonna look really fucky. Um, and we are live, so we're testing this live. Here we go. In three, two, one. Um, hey, all right, it fucking worked. We we did it, hey, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. Good, ladies and gentlemen. We're back, and uh, that means I have to hit another button, which means it's time for roster. PD. Yes, Josh. You are here um, to make an announcement. And I got to give credit where credit is due right here because, Will. Yeah. You had the initial idea. I did. Um, little background when PD announced he was working on supporting a team and getting them to these major events. I love the way he was helping the halo community, getting more people out there and just thought it was an awesome cause. And I just wanted to help in some way. So we've jumped on board. Here we are, Josh, Josh and PD, if you want to go forward with the announcement, PD, take it away. I have the picture ready to go. That's amazing. It's uh, Maddie. I see you. Let's fucking go. Pardon my language, but uh, <laughs> I, I I couldn't be more thrilled. It's it's fun. At the end of the day, it's all fun and it's all passion. And I'm happy to announce that Passion United has their first sponsor, our first sponsor. And that's none other than HCS Pro Talk. In my wildest dreams, I couldn't have imagined getting to this point today about a year ago. Like uh, how quickly and naturally and organically, Will with a beautiful idea, uh, still the lore of just sitting next to Josh on the plane on the way to my first event. I could not be more excited about this. Thrilled is an understatement. And we thank you guys so much. HCS Pro Talk is our jersey sponsor. Their logo will be on our sleeves as we compete. And for me, it's just, it's such an organic and natural first sponsor for our team and our organization. And I could not be more thrilled about it. So thank you guys. 
I mean, thank you. Uh, well, obviously, thank Will for the fucking idea, but thank you for even entertaining the idea, PD. Um, and yeah, I just I look back, I look back at that plane experience all the time, like yeah, literally all the time. And it's yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's a match made in heaven. So. I couldn't agree more. I think it's like my hockey team, we won a beer league championship like seven years ago. We talk about it at least a few times a year in the dressing room. It's like, remember when we did that thing? I, this is going to be very hard to not talk about quite often because it is just, it's crazy how things like that sort of happen. Um, the happenstance and serendipity of it. Big words. I like words. But no, I honestly, I couldn't agree more. I think you guys are the best everything you guys do, how you do it and the passion you do it with. Um, and the consistency. I mean, you're on every week, just talking shop and it's beautiful. Uh, we thank you guys. We can't wait. Uh, we're, we're going to do you proud. Um, I think everything you guys stand for are our brand values line up. It's, it's organic and it's fucking ghostful daddy. We can't wait. We can't wait. Um, now, for the PD, I just want to make sure that this is understood that this is an investment that we expect to see a return on. So, <laughs> I hear you. I am hearing you very loud and very clear in front of all these wonderful people here today. And I'm here to guarantee you a return on your investment. <laughs> wow, he's guaranteeing a return on our investments that we're not expecting wow. a return on. That's awesome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> let's go (laughs) guaranteed stamp it oh my god (laughs) jesus christ um john asked (laughs) john asked do we get a little pure passion patch on the pro talk jerseys oh pure passion patch like a little i could do like a hashtag pure passion along the back on the bottom if if people want it i could i could make that happen there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Now, PD, he's talking about our jerseys, not the yeah. pure passion. Yeah. yeah, not the passion United no. jerseys. I hear you loud and clear. I mean, for me, the word passion, just a quickly sidebar, you hear it all the time in Halo. I think in life, it's just you kind of need it. If you go too long without some passion, you start to, okay, you got to find that passion. And just the passion that you guys have. Like even just even just opening the show today, Josh is like, <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot going on right now, and then and I don't know. Things aren't like, and then all of a sudden the buttons are working. Just simply the <laughs> buttons are working. Will is fucked. The buttons are back. Like that's that's the passion we all need to take into our daily lives once in a while. Maybe not every day. Oh, no, every fucking day. Every that, fucking yeah, day. Is, you know when you can, you got to bring the passion. So. No, this is perfect. I could not be more excited. And geez, I just, I can't wait to get a jersey in my hands. Can't wait either. Uh, again, for those who don't know, like PD had mentioned, we, we as an HCS Pro Talk are official jersey sponsors of Passion United. Um, PD says that we will have a spot on the jersey on the sleeve. Um, and it's very fucking cool. Um, I'll also just add that uh, PD, when you're talking about Passion I, I'm not going to lie to you. I swear to God, it, I hadn't heard it 
as much until like we like we became affiliated and like with you and everything and I swear to God, I hadn't heard passion being used nearly as much. And now it's like, it's like the car thing where you go test drive a car or you buy a car and then you see that car everywhere. Like it's the same exact thing where I hadn't heard passion being used that much before. Now I hear it and see it everywhere within this scene. So I think that should be accredited to you, sir. (laughs) I think, yeah, it's like, yeah, you, you talk about something and then all of a sudden you're seeing it often because you've thought about it and you got that idea. But yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be hard to avoid. I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, the Hill community, why are we all doing this? Cause it's fun and we've got the passion for it. I, 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 it's, I batted around some team names for a while, but I, I kind of knew like passion, passion really had to be uh, the core of it. And uh, yeah, just we're back. We're back. We I don't know if anyone thought we left, but we're here. Never we're fucking back. left. The passion is here. The Spring King says, congrats, Will and Josh. You guys are essentially peers with Jerry Jones now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know if I want to be in that, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Don't want to be on that level. Yeah, I don't want to be associated with that. You know what I mean? Like, I like the amount of money that he has. That'd be great. But I, <laughs> it's, it's besides the point. Um. Also, this is completely unrelated, like 1000% unrelated, but I feel like I need to say this right now before I forget. Hey, Maddie in the chat. Do you remember a conversation that you and I had at worlds last year? Do you remember what I talked to you about? If not, I can DM you after the fact, but do you remember what I talked to you about? Because if you do, I just want to come out here and clarify. It was never you. You say at the bar, yes. Yes, at the bar. If you remember what we talked about, I want you to know that it was never you. And I apologize as a a matter of fact. So I'm sorry, but know that it was never you. Well, I'm curious what the story is. I can tell you Maybe later. I'll find out later. I- I'll tell you later. It's completely irrelevant. Josh, Josh must have beat somebody up or something. Oh no, I fu- I straight up. Yeah, I took him out to the streets, dude. It, it, and I blamed oh, it on I blamed it on Maddie. Yeah, sorry, Maddie. Someone had to be the fall guy. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and Maddie, if you don't recall exactly what I'm talking about, then again, I can TM you and I can tell you. But I just wanted to apologize again. It was never actually you who was being referenced before. And it's in my head now because I saw you in the chat and I'm like, I got to get this off because I, I totally like, it's all coming back to me now. And I feel like I need to make things right. So there you go. Did um, I hear, are you, are you confirmed not going to Arlington, Josh? Is that what I heard like a bit ago? I'm like, I'm like 99% sure that not, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see, I but I did see in the chat. Um, Oh shit. Collect. I'll get to your statement in a second. Collect, but, uh, (laughs) he can wait. PD. Uh, I I saw a question in the chat. I think maybe Riz was the one that said it. Uh, passion United stickers at Arlington. Yeah, that's, that's very high on the to-do list right now. We've got Jersey design. We've had one draft created. Josh and Will have seen it. 
I think positive, positive uh, reviews so far, but we're in the draft process. Probably go back and forth with the designer once or twice more. Merch, we've got merch actively being built. We've got a couple products ready to go, but the store isn't ready to launch. So that's priority. Probably number 1B, really. Yeah. But stickers, I mean, you guys, like getting stickers from you guys is always such a treat. It, it would be an honor to be able to give ours out as well. So yeah, stickers is a, an absolute must. Uh, what's delivery time like on those? Yeah, look at that bad boy on Josh's laptop right now. I don't got a chain. I don't have a chain chomp thing near me right now. But yeah, rest in peace, chain chomp. That's uh first. But, but now, welcome to power, Passion United. Absolutely. There it so is. we're gonna have new stickers very soon. I don't know, Josh, if you know delivery time with that company you use, because I think I'm gonna use that same one. Um, but, uh, I should be doing that probably today, tomorrow, next day. They were like week, week and a half, I think. Yeah, I might even, you know what, I might even send them to someone in the States just to uh, avoid, like, one of my, uh, one of our team members. Sounds just good. Just to be safe. But yeah, hell yeah. Answers, hell yes. Stickers is a must. Can't fucking wait. Love it. Um, Collect said that if we're not going, then he's not going. Well, Collect, I'm really sorry yeah. to hear that, considering uh, you've got to be doing <laughs> native gaming a fucking disservice if that's the case. So, I'll let Dean know. <laughs> Um, I'll let Dean know that actually, you know what, collect, how about this? Let's talk to Dean and be like, Hey man, collect said that if we're not going, he's not going. So what Dean needs to do is he needs to fly us out. And that way we can all be a native gaming family. Um, a native passion, uh, a native passionately united gaming family. Sounds great. See what I did I'm there. In. Um, so yeah, we crashing with <laughs> with Dean, but we'll we'll crash with, we'll crash with Collect in his room. Perfect. That's what we'll do. And then if anybody asks, we'll be like, "We're with him. It's fine. Don't worry about it." So yeah, Collect. Just tell Dean, get us flights, get us hotels. We'll be good to go. And yeah, everything's fine. Everything will be good to go. Thanks in advance. We'll see you there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I love it. We can share another uh, another Uber collect. See, look at that. It's like everything is just aligning the way it should right now. That, that's I, uh, yeah, I bumped into collect and Royal 2 in MM late uh, two nights ago. Collect, I don't think we need to get into the, speci the specifics. I did not do well. I'm going to blame the time of day, which is late, and the time of the week. Middle of the week, work week. You know, things get tough. It's tough out here. But no, we got absolutely shredded, but Collect and Royal 2 carried us across the finish line to a victory. Um, and hey, Collect, I appreciate you. Thanks for sharing that Uber. See you in Arlington. You know, they're pretty good. Some would say somewhat professional in, in, in a sense of the word, you know? It's unbelievable. They're battering rams on the map. They go anywhere, and it's just space for me to follow. Yep. It's great. Yep. They're very, very outstanding. good. Um, Daddy with the bit. Thank you very much for the bit. Hashtag bit by bit. Um, and then Riz says, I also saw PD playing with the Goat Ogre 2 last night. I saw that too. Yeah, that's been an unbelievable development. What a legend. And just the best people. Like, playing with them is so fun. Uh, Ogre 2, uh, Deer Tay, and Tupac, mm -hmm. as well as Hostly, I know, Frequence. Uh, they're probably playing right now. I'm pretty sure they are. But no, playing with them, I've Monday, Tuesday, or no. Yeah, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Game to them twice. It's... God, wow, the passion, it reaches new heights. 
Like you're always looking for more passion. Where do you find it? That's, that's a good way. Play with a goat. I feel like PD should be a motivational speaker for ju- and like literally his program would just be called passion. Like that, that's all it would need to be. You're already Fun, in a man. suit, man. Like you're ready to go. Like, yeah, just think about this. Uh, I got home from work. Like I'm not changing. No shot. Big announcement. You could bring, you could bring Moose <laughs> on stage with you. Like just, I, I, I'm setting up a career path for you here, BD. Okay. I mean, heck, a little speaker's fee, a little finder's fee for you. I think we can make it work. Oh shit. There, there's our residuals, ladies and gentlemen. We there it is. It Return out. on there investments. It Found it. <laughs> um, all right. God damn it. Daddy asks, how much did HCS Pro Talk invest? I'll one up them by one bit for the naming rights. The people demand swole united. How about daddy? Go fuck yourself. How about that? You don't take this away from us. God whoa, damn it. Whoa, let's hear him out. No, I'm kidding. You get the fuck out of here, PD. <laughs> We've already signed so many contracts. It would make your head spin. Uh, it's locked tight, swole daddy. We can look at 2025. <laughs> no, hey, hey, PD, we have franchising rights through 2030. All right. Dude, I, I didn't read all the pages. Yeah, you didn't read the fine print. Was, yeah. oh, shit. Even even if oh, HCS... Oh, no. Do I even own Passion United anymore? <laughs> <laughs> even if even if the HCS, like, burns out and dies within the next year, we still have ownership of Passion United through 2030. So... Wow. If I'm going to pass it on to someone. Like, you guys you guys would carry the torch. And if your show shut, you'd have more... Yeah, I, I trust you. I trust you. Good. That's Ooh. why I signed without reading fantastic that's the way you should obviously do contracts mm-hmm. oh my god okay um pd would you like to stay with us here for the rest of the roster mania segment i would however i believe my wonderful girlfriend gets home shortly so i, I think it is uh probably a good call for me to go make sure i am so excited to see her when she gets home because i know she had a bit of a tough day sure it's valentine's day so I think yeah. if I may, I just, I can't thank you guys enough though for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, PD doesn't love us. So there's, we, we <laughs> figured that out pretty quickly. He loves his girlfriend more than us, more than this show. Um, but no, that's obviously what hundred percent fucking fine. Um, you obviously deserve to spend time with your significant other and PD. Thank you. I look forward so much to just continuing to work together, just being a part of your chat, like just watching what you guys do. It's so awesome. I, the partnership, it's literally for me, like you said, match made in heaven. What you guys do is exactly what we want to do and represent. So I can't wait to see that logo on our Jersey and uh, take a bunch of pictures and just let's go. Thank you. And everybody else, enjoy the rest of the show. Appreciate you guys, Josh and Will. Appreciate Happy you. Happy Valentine's Appreciate Day. You. Happy Valentine's Day. Corey, welcome back. Good to see you. Sorry I missed that earlier. And yeah. Will, Roster Mania. Yeah. So we had some things happen during the week. We'll start off with a team named V7 Esports. And that is going to be Calpin. I'm going to go Hope or Hop Hype. Spetter and Terry Tibbs coming together. We have Team In Control, which is going to be Gun Goddess, Lady Apercy, Az- Azel. I'm going to say Azel, but it's like 
A Z A Z E L L E. So Azazel. I think it's a Victoria. Azazel. That works too. You know that makes sense. <laughs> it's I mean, anyway. I'm taking it away from on. you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is your shit. No, you're good. You're good. You probably. I hate when I get them wrong, but gamer tags, man. Sometimes there's so many variations of things people use in place of other letters to make their gamer tag work. And then I get confused. I'm trying to like think in freaking gamer tag speech, but really I just need to say it normally. <laughs> Fucks me over all the time. Next team, TSS released Super CC. They said thank you for everyone who reached out to check in. Or he says, sorry, I thought this was a tweet from it's from it's from Super CC. Thank you for everyone who reached out to check on me. Been a rough couple days. I am no longer on TSS, so potential free agent this season. And then TSS signs breaking shot. So stepping in for Super CC. Curious to see what they do. I wish I wish Super CC the best. Uh, yeah. He, he was one of the top performers on the team. And now stats don't mean everything, right? We already talked about that. And I truly stand by that. Stats do not tell the whole story about a game. Um, a lo- Like your stats could be better based off of how your teammates set you up uh, within a specific setup, uh, how the flow is on the map, so on and so forth. But I, he is a great player, like through and through bar none. He is a great player. So I really hope that he gets another opportunity on another team. Um, And yeah, just, it, it roster mania it, sometimes it just fucking sucks i think i may have misspoke um breaking shot is officially signed i don't know if he necessarily he didn't replace super cc right is that what i'm reading from the awesome 1999 in chat yes so they, he's just officially signed yes my bad on the replacement they haven't officially announced the replacement but if we look at what's going on you can Anyway, moving on. Correct. Cloud9 have released Triton. And they said, today we're announcing the departure of Triton from our Halo team. Thank you for giving it your all last year. We'll be rooting for you. So Cloud9 moving on. More, more space is opening up. See who comes in. I'm all still, right. I, I still don't like, like, what do they do? For Cloud9? It's, it's tough, man. Like it feels like they're just fielding those fringe players for fringe teams. I don't know if they're going to make a resurgence to be at the top, having to pay the salary that is required of a team. But since they are partnered, they do have a minimum salary requirement. So it's a very weird gray area, right? Yeah. Okay, so remember when I made the joke, and I'm not I'm not saying that this is the same situation. Okay, this is not the same situation. But Will, do you remember when I kept poking fun at the fanatic situation back in the day? Right, when they said we're gonna pick up a group of amateurs that can come in and make a statement basically and yeah, they said they never that, did. They said that we can just we can make a team of like all top free agents or whatever. And I'm like the you, there's literally no way you're gonna find success. Like you're 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 just not. And di- they never did. Like they and I'm not saying like I was I'm not this isn't a I was right situation or anything like that. It's just the writing was on the fucking wall 
when I think it was at Raleigh, because if I'm not mistaken, Fnatic did not have a team at Raleigh. You are correct. Yeah, and we're all like... We were still waiting. Right, and we're all like, what? Wait, this is a partnered organization. They don't have a fucking team? This is bizarre. And then, because we were at Raleigh during the broadcast, like up on the screens above us on like from like main stage and whatnot was it was either the coach or somebody else at the time of fanatic. And they're like, and in that like little interview type thing that they put up, they said that, Oh yeah, we can feel the team of top free agents. And I'm like, I think I literally laughed out loud when that came out because I, I couldn't fucking believe that that happened. And they never found success. This is nothing against the players. Like it's uh, chemistry is a big deal. Like in, in Halo infinite is one of, if not the biggest teamwork oriented halo that's, that's existed. So I just, I, I was just fucking blown away and no, it was not neighbor spring King at that time. I, it was not neighbor at that time. Um, so yeah, all, all that happened. And again, getting back to the cloud nine situation, that is not the same thing. Like what cloud nine is going through is not the same thing that Fnatic went through. But the reason why it's sticking out in the back of my head is because cloud nine, whether it be, and I don't want to put words into people's mouths. I'm just like, and this is going to be tough because it feels like I'm assuming right now, but hear me out. Whether it's due to cloud nine potentially not wanting to pay a bunch of money for a halo roster, whatever that, if that's the case, whatever it may entail, I don't know. And I don't necessarily want to assume, but another thing I look back to is remember when there was all that talk about whether or not cloud nine was going to remain a partnered organization. They were not I guys. I didn't forget this. There was an event that they were not included under the partnership codes for discounted tickets. Cloud nine was one of the, was one of the codes that wouldn't work anymore. That happened. And then the rumor mill started and I was part of that because I'm like they you, they were not included in promotional material for the event. The code did not work for discounts for tickets. And there was no information out for it. And they put out that cryptic dumbass tweet as well. Like, I don't, this is the thing that irritates me because I want players. I understand the esports ecosystem as a whole right now is, is it's rough. It is rough. You don't know if you're going to have a, a, a good enough salary to live off of. Um, Halo is not the biggest thing in the world. Esports have just been from a revenue standpoint on the decline due to a bunch of factors, so on and so forth. But what irritates me the most is that from the competitive standpoint, Will, we want these teams to be competitive. We want these teams to try their hardest to win. And yes, we obviously have clear gaps in skill. Like that's not, it's going to be in every, every sport, every esport, whatever it is. But these are supposed to be professional players. And I feel like for a partnered organization, I'm not expecting you to win championships, but for a partnered organization, I'm expecting you to have a little more. I, 
uh, it's the more toes in the ground, you know, feet firmly planted as to what you want to do, who you want to pick up, what your expectations are for the team, so on and so forth. And again, this is nothing against the players themselves. Never going to sit here and shit on a player. But it's just, what do, you, what do they fucking do, man? Like, what the fuck do they do? Sorry for my tirade, Will. Well, it's all, it's all right. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it is weird to have, like, a partnered team kind of be in and out, right? That's what it kind of feels like to us, that they're, they're kind of just there to be there. Um, Xerxes asks for an org, is it better to sign free agents and try and form a team building chemistry, or is it better to sign a whole team, not knowing if the team is good? So I'm going to, if I were to answer your question at face value, uh, I'm, Xerxes, I want to just, I'm, I'm sorry to do this, but I just want to twist the question ever so slightly because at the end of the question, you say, you state not knowing if the team is good. If I were any organization, I don't care like if you're an like you're just starting out or if you are a professional organization, you should know the skill level of who you're looking for. You sh- you should like you're scouting for these players, for this team, whatever it is. You should as an organization, you should have that knowledge or have somebody on your team to under to have that knowledge as to what players have what skills so on and so forth. In which case, in my opinion, I would always go for the established two or three or four players. So like a duo, a trio, or all four and go for that versus signing free agents and hope for the best. We've heard time and time again that a team can thrive or be demolished just based on the vibes of the team. Players get along if they work well together, if they... if they their personalities clash or don't, or if, if they do, can they work through it? You know, it all comes down to more than just the gameplay. You can put four superstars on a team, but they might not click and that, that, that they're going to suffer for it. Absolutely. And that's, that's my biggest thing is that guys, everybody in the chat, everybody listening and watching, whatever it may be. Um, we all understand that roster mania is a thing that never stops. My problem with roster mania is teams that try to make drastic changes a weekend, two weeks in so on and so forth and not taking that time to try to gel, to try to work things out because maybe it's not just, maybe it's not a personality issue, but instead like, they're just not sitting together and going through film together. They're not working on being a better team. They're just looking for somebody that has better talent right off the bat. And that doesn't always work. It doesn't always work. So I like, again, we're not professional players. This is just from the outside looking in, but considering how teamwork oriented halo infinite is, that is one of the bigger factors I'm looking at. I'm looking at chemistry and we all know, like, yes, obviously you need to be able to shoot your gun and everything. Like there's no doubt about that. You need to be able to put damage in. You need to be able to get some kills, but a lot of Halo Infinite is also about positioning. 
and out-positioning your opponent and getting setups locked down, watching crosses, teamwork. And I don't care how skillful you are. If you don't have that teamwork, you're not beating these top teams. You're not going to place in the top eight. So that's that's what I'm looking at. So yeah, I this comes from a standpoint of there's nothing more that I want than for Cloud9 to succeed. Because I want the players to succeed. I want the team to succeed. I could I couldn't give a rat's ass if they were signed by Cloud9. Like I just want the team of players to succeed. And I just, I don't know what happened. There was that, now granted, Will, you talked about before, right, is where you, you can't pick your matchup. Sometimes you're blessed by the bracket. Sometimes you're beat to shit by the bracket. It just is the way mm-hmm. that it is. Um, Like Cloud9 had one decent run, and I believe it was at Arlington last year. And it could have just been from the blessing of the bracket, whatever, but like, Something happened between then and Fort Worth. Oh. What? I accidentally clicked something. Oh, shit. What'd My you bad. Click? Okay. Are we okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you timed I out was, John? Uh, Jesus Christ. I accidentally timed out John. I, I was moving between screens, and when I clicked back into chat... Get fucked, John. <laughs> I, I just... <laughs> that sucks. Fuck. That's um, my bad. <laughs> Spring King says they stole a Slayer game against FaZe that major. They were riding momentum. So Spring, here's the thing is that like they placed higher than I think I thought they would. But I was gonna I was also riding that momentum with them. Where, okay, maybe now that they've found their stride, maybe they can start to make things happen more consistently. And then it fucking went off the rails. No pun intended for our other show. But like that shit just straight up went off the rails. And then, and now we've had change after change take place. And I don't know who the fuck they're going to be picking up. Are they going to stick with who they pick up? We're literally a couple weeks out from the major qualifier, right? We're so close to Arlington guys. This is, this is fucking insane. Um, no, we have not talked about native yet. We'll, we will soon though. We will soon. Um, now Will timed himself out. Nah, he's probably heading to the bathroom real quick. So, also, Chica, I want to say thank you for the 20 month resub. You get a woo! Very much appreciated. Thank you so much for the resub. See, when I see these announcements by Cloud9 happening left and right, I just, I I more often than not, this is going to sound stupid because it doesn't affect me in the fucking slightest. We just talk about this scene that we're in. But like, it honest to God irritates me. Like, it just irritates me now. Because I, sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Whether it's the org, whether it's player chemistry, I don't know. 
but whatever. Uh, Dragar says, can we discuss how persecuted and signed? I mean, you can name, you could just, he is good. He is, he's great. Like, don't get me wrong, but you can name, you could say the same thing about a multitude of other players out there. You could say that, uh, to a multitude of different teams out there who have yet to be signed by an organization. And that's the shitty part is that like I sit here, we sit here week after week, right? And there have been multiple instances where I say, I don't, and I, I mean this with the utmost sincerity that I don't personally believe Halo Esports will get to where it used to be back in its heyday, right? And I'm not saying it needs to. And like we've hit viewership records for sure, but that's not bringing in the money. We already know that. And that's not bringing in the organizations and organizations are tightening their wallets as well. Halo is probably very low on their totem pole. It is what it is. So on the one hand, I understand why there, there are not major organizations that want to step foot into Halo. Like I get that. And I'm not saying it's the game's fault either. Like I just said, organizations are tightening their wallets. Like they have to figure things out for their side as well. And it's not just, it's not strictly Halo related. It just sucks. It just sucks because I would love nothing more than for like a T1 or um, allowed or whatever to come in and pick up that full roster. Right. Because they, they've been killing it. They're, they're arguably the best team in their region right now. Quadrants going through some things. So yeah, just, I want every team to succeed. And I'm not saying that every team needs to be competing for first, although that would be fucking crazy. Like we'd have game fives and game sevens all over the place. I'm not saying that needs to happen, but I just want, I just want these players and these teams to just give it their all and be competitive. Just be competitive. Yeah, Xerxes, yeah. And that's the thing. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I'm really just spewing it out there to get my thoughts out there into the world. That's that's basically where I'm at. I don't I don't have the answers as to what this is. If it was me, like if, if I had if I had fuck you money, like I would just be inviting these teams left and right. You know what I mean? But I don't. So I can't. Ronan says if phase just dominate all year, it's going to get boring fast. I don't think they will. We haven't gotten into our pre our too early to tell preseason predictions yet, which I still haven't scheduled. Will, um, welcome back by the way. Uh, Thank you. But I I I'll say this right now. I don't think phase dominate all year. Like I don't think they win every event. And I don't want people coming at me and being like, "Oh, it is this fucking they want worlds and what do you expect? They're going to be great." And I'm like, they will. They will be fucking great. They're reigning world champions. I just like a, a team's not going to win every event. You know what I mean? We, yeah, I just, I, I think the competition is too strong for that to happen again. 
So. Who's beating FaZe? We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. They did an H5. They did. They did do it in H5. Not, like I said, I'm not saying that they're not going to be great. They will. The other thing to keep in mind, uh, so Bang Bangham brings up a great point. And Will, I'll let you get back to Ross Mania in just a second. This is the last thing I'm going to say. Bangham asked the question that we asked last year, Will, um, before the season kind of started out. And he asks, are phase a dynasty? Stop going blurry. Am I going blurry? What's happening? Yeah, it it uh when you put the water bottle back, the camera autofocus on the water bottle. Can I put it over here? Yeah, you're good now. Okay, cool. I'll put it over there. I apologize. Thank you guys for letting me know. Are they the team to beat? Yes. Obviously, bang them. Yes. One thousand percent phase are the team to beat. They have the they have the target on their back, just like optic optic did last year. Like, yes, they have the target on their back. They are the team to beat. They are the reigning world champions. Do I consider them a dynasty? So, Will, remember what I said about Optic last year? Yeah, if they won Worlds again, you could you could say it. If that Optic roster won back-to-back World Championships, I would consider that Optic roster a dynasty. This phase roster is ever so slightly different because it's only one player that has changed and not a fully, completely new roster. But I will stick to this. That CLG Optic Talks roster, or CLG Optic Talks Sentinels roster in Halo 5 was a dynasty, hands down, arguably the best. I know people are going to come at me and be like, final boss, blah, 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 blah. I get it. I completely understand. We don't need to have this conversation. I'm not asking for this conversation. But it, they, they're a dynasty, 1,000%, right? Nobody could beat them. The only team that did was that Splice roster. They won a world championship, and then that then Tox came back and just won again. Like that CLG Optic Tox Sentinels roster is a dynasty, cut and dry. This phase roster, they are three fourths a dynasty because they made the change with Renegade. I cannot. As much as they've won before, I cannot in good conscience say that that phase roster as it stands today is a dynasty. But I will say this. If they win Worlds again, then yes. In Halo Infinite, they will be the Halo Infinite dynasty if they win back-to-back World Championships. I can definitively say that. Just like I would have said the same exact thing if Optic would have won this last Worlds. They would have been the Halo Infinite dynasty if that would have happened. Does that make sense? Will, are you with me? Um, yeah, I, I guess it's, it's tough to think about dynasties for me in esports, right? Because we get four major tournaments a year. And yes, there's one to win it all. But you look like 
Like, I, I, I know we're, we shouldn't compare to traditional sports, but they're now calling Mahomes and the Chiefs a dynasty team, right? After they just won their third Super Bowl in four years. But realistically, when you translate that, that to Halo, it's more about the players than the teams themselves. And they've, the phase team has had continued success, right? They won a major in year one. They won. They won Fort Worth. They won Dallas, Fort Worth, Fort Worth and Worlds. Worlds. Last year. La- yeah. So it's, it's like. You could almost say that Optic and FaZe are technically the dynasty teams right now that are battling head to head. And. Because because the players have had continued success. That's but, why that's why I kind of struggled because it is three fourths of that original. Right. Answer. I think Optic gained more weight once they got formal involved because he's such a esports personality just all around, not just in Halo. Mm-hmm. But now there's been a roster change there too. So I think you can give individual players the like title of being like a dynastic player, but it's so hard to give it to orgs because of how many changes happen. Like it's, it's, it's hard to think about for me. I can't wrap my mind around it because four major events a year, like, and and we have different people winning majors all the time. That's why I base it off of world championships. And that's why I base it off of the amount that they've have, because like I, I I'll go on record and say, if we're going to compare this to traditional sports, I do believe at this time that the Kansas city chiefs are a dynasty three out of four or three out of five, whatever it is. And the, the, the first team to go back to back in like 25 years or something, whatever the fuck it is. Last time to do it was Patriots. I think like, I believe right now that team is considered a dynasty in traditional sports in terms of esports, because like you said, I go based off of rosters and not organization. That's why I said, because we don't know how many years of Halo Infinite we're going to have. Like, that's why I'm saying if Optic would have won the last world championship that we had and phase lost, if that would have happened, I would have considered Optic a dynasty right then and there. Because then I, because I look back at Halo 5 and how, and it, I know we had a year where we didn't have a world championship or whatever, but like, regardless, they won multiple world championships as that main roster. They run, they won back to back 2016 and 2017, if I'm not mistaken. And then they lost 2018 worlds, but then they kept winning after the fact. In my mind, they were a dynasty after those two world championships. I think in my opinion, it takes the two worlds in order for it to count. Now, like you said, those three players on that team, that phase team, are dynastic players. Hands down. Like, that's, they've established themselves, that's what it is. And now with Renegade, now that they've won that Worlds, I'm going to put them in the same camp as Optic, where if they win Worlds this year, they will be an infinite dynasty 
in my mind as that roster of four. For me, it's, it's more than worlds. I, I, them winning, if they only win worlds this year, that doesn't qualify for me because you didn't dominate all year. You know what I mean? Oh, I still consider like, it. Like, like if you bat one for four on the year, I don't, I don't see that like as but that's, dynastic. That's it's, the HCS's Super Bowl. It's the tournament with the most money on the line by a large margin. The most, th- there's the most at stake. The, the seeds matter more than ever. Like I, that's why I look at it the way that I do in, te- in terms of world championships. Sure. But I, um, I get where you're coming from too. I get where you're coming from because even if you lose, like even if you lose your first match or whatever on, on like at, at worlds, you're not out where like in the playoffs of a traditional sport, if you lose, you're out. Right. This is, I, I mean, like during this year, they have to at least, win one or two of the majors and worlds for me to to feel like calling them a dynasty because yes there's more money on the line for worlds but they're all the same event essentially you know what i mean it's nothing changes for the for the players as they go on to these stages other than maybe a little bit of pressure which i guess you could say the same about traditional sports um. Yeah, they they got to do a little more. They have to they have to win multiple and be dominant over the scene to have that kind of a dynasty title for me. I can understand that. I can respect that take. Is it because like if the competition's so close, it doesn't feel like their leaps ahead that they, I, I, and like I said, those phase players that have been there, they, they definitely have cemented their legacy in halo, oh, right? They'll percent. always, they'll always be there. So no shots at them. It's just with the new roster with renegade. Yeah. You won worlds now keep winning. And then I, it'll, it'll be in my, it'll be in my, in my mind to call them a dynasty. Okay. And for the record, we're talking infinite dynasty here. Like, yeah. Cause for me too, mm-hmm. it's hard to translate H five championships when we have a new game in Infinite because yeah. two separate games they play different. Yep. That's why to me the players are have that legacy and that that or aura around them of being incredible, great goats, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, but you have to do it for in Infinite too because it's it's such a weird thing, like. Every Halo game so different, yeah, that it's hard to translate across titles to me. I agree in my mind. Yeah, um, Rasa says, "What about SSG always being in the finals? That's consistently being at the top, right?" And I don't know if you're trolling right now, Rasa, but I'll just say, like that's that's like the 49ers in traditional football, where they always make it to the game, the big game, but they don't win the big game. And that's nothing against obviously the 49ers that are the players on SSG at that time. It was, and I called it out on the show. I think it was incredible how they always made it there, but it sucks because they just could never close it out. It It's what, like, both things can be, the, like, both things can be, um, what's the phrase? Will, do you know what I'm talking about? 
what's, don't know what you're getting at here. Guys, what's the phrase I'm looking for here? Um, God damn it. Now I feel like a fucking moron trying to make my goddamn point. Both, thi- both things can be true. Like both things can be true. And they're, yes, they're spring. Yes, they're not mutually exclusive. Both things can be true. It's amazing that they continually made it to the grand finals of nearly every tournament year over year. That's phenomenal. But at the same time, what can also be true is they just never made it over the hump to consistently win. The other team in those grand finals was better more over more often than not. Both things can be true. What's up, Tools? Welcome back. So, yeah. But yeah, it's it's too early right now to talk about dynasties and in infinite because we we just simply haven't had one yet in our opinions. Like you said, Will, there are dynastic players that have already solidified their dynasty, their legacy in the sport, but in infinite, in both our opinions, we there is not a dynastic roster yet. Yeah, it's it's like I said, it's too close at the top. It's too close. There's not someone completely dominating. And I'm going to be honest, I don't want that. I no. want it to be a question mark who wins every event. Absolutely. That's it's the best thing. Like obviously it's not the best thing for the other teams because they want to be consistently winning all the time, but it is a, oh, yeah. it's the best thing from a spectator standpoint and from us talking about its standpoint because being able to have all that competition means that we do believe like will we've talked off the air about this that like there are we have the teams that we feel are consistently at the top that are kind of mm-hmm. a cut above the rest and then you have you we have tiers will and I have tiers of teams as they exist um but it is great to have such close competition absolutely love it Holy shit, Rasta, congratulations. That's fucking great. Shout out Mattress Firm. All right, Will. Generic, welcome back. Good to see you. Native gaming, right? Is is that next? I'm so sorry. Yes, it is. Go ahead. Yeah, we've been stuck here for an hour. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm sorry, um, guys. Native gaming regarding It's the Last Shot. This is from It's the Last Shot. It's, uh, he says it's not always about the money. Range native says I can tip that for a lot of people. This money is their only income and way of living. That's the only thing I care about. He then clarified even further. Also, this is not a shot at last shot. This is a shot at G1 because we have drama with them, which I referenced in this quote retreat uh, to this, whatever he posted taking, uh, taking a roster because you have more faith in it and think it's a better fit is typical. As I said, this was directed to the non-payment for staff and players. We have, fellow staff that came from G1 and still have not been paid. Like I said, a lot of people need the money to live their day-to-day life. I will not and never will accept that. If you allow them to let it slide, you're just as bad in my opinion. He can pay 50 grand plus in rent, buy stake in companies, get people to open credit cards and announce a million dollar build out and have the nerve not to pay people. I'm on the lease. I get the emails. Try me. Then from Brian Frantic Cobb, the vice president of esports for Native Gaming. This is from the HGS Pro Talk Discord server. He says, Last Shot was offered a full contract with a raise after the first major. We're signing the guy off of basically no scrim time. So it's an in-season trial. Thus, the reason we'd be offering a raise after the major. 
just to ensure we didn't lose too much capital if he didn't pan out at LAN. But the term of the contract was from February 7th until November. There was no real trial period in the contract. He was offered a full-time deal. We were just using this time until the major to make sure we were making the right choice. After the major was over, he would have gotten a raise to be on the same salary as the team. G1 and Last Shot have been talking prior to us, meaning Native, from what I've been told, which is totally cool. It was just never disclosed until the day of. So there's everything that happened. And for those that may have missed it, that uh, quote from Brian, um, I included that as a pinned comment on the YouTube video last week um, Mm. because I wanted to make sure that that information was out there because we don't like, we don't do like breaking news. Like we just, we don't go live and just do breaking news type stuff. We just wait till the show comes and goes every week because we're busy individuals. Um, So yes, that was a pinned comment on the YouTube video from last week. So if you missed it, please know that it was there. It is still there. Um, But I wanted to make sure it was included in this show as a talking point um, to make sure everything is there in one spot. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And appreciate you getting that information in there, Josh. Absolutely. Um, Next up, I think this was finally announced officially today. Today. But Barcode is back on the native roster. So welcome back, Barcode. Sounds like he's rooming with Sparty. And I'm glad he's back and getting a shot in North America here. I think he's got a lot to prove, a lot to show. Absolutely. Um, Silver Fox, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And yeah, 1,000%. Uh, Shout out to Barcode. Um... I just said it before and I'll say it again. Will we experienced firsthand, uh, how fucked the native situation was last year. Um, Mm -hmm. visas, subs, whatever it may be. And they just could never catch a fucking break and then come to this year. And we're like, Oh my God, they got, they got the fucking renegades roster back for the most part. This is going to be great. They can hit the ground running. Everything's going to be awesome. And then uh, uh, not at all. Um, and guys, remember we talked about chemistry, the team chemistry. Remember we talked about that. It's a big deal. Turns out shit didn't work. So Neptune gets dropped. Then they bring in the last shot for a little bit. Try. They were going to have them good to go. And then he's like, nah, I'm going here. But it ain't because of the money. Because he ain't getting shit anyway. So don't worry about it. And then finally they get barcode back. I just hope to fucking God that they're able to hit the ground running, leave everything else in the past, and just go, go, go. That's all I want. And then also um, generic with the brand new resub. You get a woo! Thank you so much for the brand new sub. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, that's all the roster mania that we have for this week. Um, no, Ronan, he is not. He is uh, with Spartan, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Allegedly, as the tweet says. He's rooming with Spartan. let's get this allegedly shit out of here um okay the last thing i want to say 
gen, uh, real quick for the roster mania segment before we move on. Um, generic had commented earlier. I don't understand why anyone would want to play for G one. I obviously agree, especially from the financial standpoint. And I know here's, so I just want to address this. It's the last shot. I don't know if you listen or watch this show, but if you hear this, I, I know you say that and I respect your decision. I truly do. It's your decision. You're the one that makes it. You're the one that plays the game. That's great. But at the same time, you deserve what you're owed. You know what I mean? And there's so, and I know you said it's not about the money. I respect your decision, but I just want, you're still young. I'm not trying to talk to you like I'm your dad or something because I know I'm not, but please just hear me out. There's been a lot that's come out about G1. There's a lot that is still yet to come out about G1. Plenty of people are owed money. Some are owed a shit ton of money. I just, if you are going to be a professional player in this league, in any league, I want you to be compensated as such. Like I do. And so... I really hope that you just look like look at the landscape and fully make sure that you are locked into whatever your decision is. Because we like, we say this all the time. We just want you to be the best player that you can be like that's bar none. That's all we ever want is for any player to be the best player that they can be. But I also want you to be making the best decisions that you can make for yourself. So I respect what you say about it not being about the money. Maybe you like the teammates more. Maybe you like the situation more. I respect it. But just please look into it a little more. Know that a shit ton of people still need to get paid. And I just hope you get what you earn and you deserve and that's all. That's all. Um, Xerxes, not going to read the comment, but I'll just reply to it and say that a video was put up on YouTube that had a lot of fucking jump cuts and melancholy music in the background. And that was a while ago. Nothing recent. Will, thank you as always for going through Ostermania. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. All right, it's time for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobComedy.com. Check out NoobComedy.com for all your Halo Esports needs. Thursday, February 15th, the Atlas Valentine's 2v2 Cup. Saturday, February 17th, the Noobentine Co-Ed SWAT BR 2v2. Saturday, February 17th, and Sunday, February 18th is the HCS Open for North America. And then on Sunday, February 18th, we have the Hydra Gaming 4v4 Random Picker Tournament, the Love It First Snipe 2v2 Snipers Tournament, and then the HCS Open Series for Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and EU. 
And that is it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobGob.com. Check out NoobGob.com for all your Halo sports needs. Well, Scrim Tournament League recaps. What do we got? Uh, we'll start out on Thursday, February 8th. Complexity scrimmed against X Luminosity. And they took it home. Or actually, they didn't take it home. It tied 8-8. I re- misread that. <laughs> My bad. So, yeah, Complexity and X Luminati. Luminosity. Now, I'm sure. Luminati. <laughs> Lumin- the, the Luminati. Oh, shoot. Um, on Saturday, February 10th, we held a tournament. It was our HS Pro Talk Custom Olympics. First place went to Brooks SVP. He uh, dominated to, uh, with 44 points in the final heat, uh, followed by, I believe it was 36 points, was heavy rainfall in second, and then Hay Narwhal or Narcotic Narwhal in third with one point less at 35 or 34 whatever that ending number used to be. I didn't, I should have put them in here, but I didn't. So congrats to our top three and thanks for everyone who competed. It was a lot of fun, fun to host, fun to cast. And I don't know, maybe we do it again sometime uh, next off season. Fuck. Yeah. Shout out Will for putting that on in the first place, but you know what will. Oh shit. There you go. I got a shout out. You got a fucking, you get a shout out, dude. <laughs> and yes, congratulations, uh, Brooks, on winning it all. <clears throat> Fucking start her from the bottom now we're here. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Um on February 12th, Optic went up against Shopify, and the scrim was eight to six in favor of Optic. So again, good to see these t- teams getting practice in. We'll see what translates to LAN, because the scrims don't always mean that's how things are gonna go. Because online versus land, you know, I'm fully sometimes aware. You ki- sometimes <laughs> you kill someone through a wall online and mo- you shouldn't kill someone through a wall on land. Sometimes you get changed massive blanks. Yeah. Like snake bite. I'm lucid. You know, it's just, yeah. it, it's pure fuckery. Absolute pure fuckery. All right. Well, with that, I think it's time we get to our topic of the show. The HCS Open Series week number two results, as a matter of fact. Uh, Will, do you want me to start? Do you want, you, do you want to start? What do you want to do? Uh, I'll start, and then that way you can end on the, uh, the NA nah, series. The NA series? Nah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so first off, the Australia-New Zealand week two results. In fourth place, we had Team Boogie Down, and I cannot read this graphic because the colors are contrasting. We got to get up in there. Here we go. Cheesin, Crispy, and Chef Inspector. Third went to AB Coding, which was Bino, Madzine, and Justix, and Pips. Coming in second was Mind Freak. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Wait. <laughs> I knew this was coming. Wait. I was not ready, as a matter of fact. <laughs> this included Divinity, Scoobmeister, Slays, and Sways. And taking home first was T1, which was Nobles, Plasma, Rated, and Rice. Congrats. <laughs> Shout out, Chris Angel. Shout out, Scoobmeister. Shout out, Mind Freak. Are you ready? God. All right. It's my turn. I'm sorry. 
Damn it. Um, also, bracket and VODs for everything that we talk about are in the Google Doc of the show. It's the show. Exclamation point. Show notes in chat. Go check that out. Or it's in the um, uh, it's in the description for the audio version and the VOD over on YouTube. So check them out if you want to follow along. HS Open Mexico week number two results. We had um, in fourth place, we had Snom, which was a 10 use, Dolan, Deity Sam, and Zauron. In third place, we had Alpha Esports, which was Gora Loco. Uh, oh, God. Negvity, I probably mispronounced that. I apologize. Rorch and Sepstars. In second was SWAT and Alpha, which was Leor, Magico, Pelugod, and Strikey. And then in first place, shocking literally nobody, was No Org, which is Acid, Drift, Noble, and Tapping Buttons. And then for EU, fourth place went to Anita Max win. I'm wondering where that name came from, but they... Oh, no, that's... Fifth, I'm sorry. Fourth was BH3 Esports. This was Bastos, Cali, Knuckles, and Sunrise. I was just stuck on the team name. Third went to the last dance. This was Moe's, Flux, Septic, and Shad. Second went to Quadrant, Glory, Sika, SLG, and Chicken. First to Foe, Gimbo, Mighty, Snipe Drone, and Woodham. Taking it home. And again, Foe going undefeated throughout the tournament. They did. Okay, so... Real quick, I'm not going to go back to the Roster Mania screen because I know I saw a couple of people talking about it. Um, you may be asking yourself, guys, ProTalk, why aren't you talking about Quadrant? Like, what's going on with Quadrant? Because nothing's been officially announced yet. We don't really talk about things until they're officially announced because, like, obviously there was a plan before with Quadrant and that plan didn't take place. We never talked about that plan. So now we're not wrong because the plan never took place. Clearly there's a different plan. Now we know what that plan is, but we're not going to talk about that until it's officially announced. Pretty simple. People are already talking about who it is in chat. If you put two and two together, you can figure it out pretty quickly. So yeah, Players are moving around. Players are being picked up from other, like other teams. This is roster mania and this is how it works. Until things are officially announced, we will not talk about it on the show. But if you want to, you can easily figure out who is potentially going where by just doing a quick little searchy search. But yes, generic, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of shit is happening. Like quadrant is trying to figure it out. Now that legend's gone, like everything seemed like they had everything ready to go. And then clearly, now granted tools, I know you're here online is online. And I stand by that. But Quadrant are still trying to figure it out. And yes, like Riz said, they have not announced literally anything. The only thing that Quadrant has announced up until this point is that Legend is gone because Legend has been announced to sign with SSG. That's literally the only announcement they've made. That tweet, that guys, if you go back and you look at Quadrant's tweets, in that Legend announcement that he, that he was no longer with the roster, it says, like, roster announcement coming soon or whatever. And it never came! 
because they don't have it figured out yet. They do not have it figured out yet. So we'll just have to wait and see. But congratulations to Foe. And hopefully they get picked up by a fucking organization because this shit's insane. This shit is insane. All right, North America, Will. Week number two results. I have some stuff I want to run through. I know this show is already running late, but I really want to show these. I think it'll be really fun. Bodie says, I heard Will is joining uh, Quadrant. Will, is that true? Are you joining Quadrant, Will? Uh, oui, c'est vrai. Je suis France. Okay, you asshole. I don't know <laughs> what you said. Uh, I said, yes, I said, yes, it's true. I'm going to France. <laughs> ladies, and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. There you go. I was trying to take a drink of my water with the cap on. Yeah. If I, yeah, dude. Look at you. Getting ready to go to France. Caps on water. <laughs> Let's go. Jesus Christ. All right. Riz says, if Swole picks up foe, I'll pitch in. <laughs> dude, that would be sick. The, Daddy, all those, all those NFL bets you got, you won on. Start ponying up. All right. You could be, you could be one of the faces of EU halo. Think about that. <laughs> you could be one of the definitive faces of EU halo. You could have a team. You could have swole daddies in pool play at Arlington. Think about that. The swole daddies could be in pool play in Arlington automatically. No fresh, not yet. Not that we've heard, not that we've seen. Um, but the joke is, is that Swole Daddy's going to sign them, <laughs> just like he did that t- the Australia New Zealand team for a week. So <laughs> it needs to happen. It needs to happen. All right, North America. That's the stuff I want to show off. Let me get my notes up because I got some. I got some notes. All right. <clears throat> oh, that's another thing we never talked about that I guess we'll talk about soon here. We'll talk about after results. We'll talk. Well, I want to talk about um, point totals. Ash posted oh, yeah. the Ash posted the North American point total tweet in our Discord, and when we get to, after we get to the results of this last open series, I want to talk about point totals because now that barcode is on Native Gaming, things may be a little different. We'll have to wait and see. All right. North American week number two results. Some series here I want to talk about real quick before we get into the actual results. First up, uh, winners round four, Sentinels won against TSS. It was a reverse sweep going by way of Sentinels, as a matter of fact. And links to most of the VODs and most of the stats from each series are included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show going a little above and beyond for you. But the next matchup I want to talk about, and the first matchup that I have uh, gameplay that I want to watch over with you, Will, is going to be um, 
Sentinels versus Native Gaming. And I lied. We're not going to watch that yet because <laughs> I already messed up. Winners round five with Sentinels going up against SSG. Um, Sentinels beat SSG 3-0. Uh, game three was Strongholds on Solitude. Once a triple cap setup was broken by Sentinels, they were off to the races and they won 250 to 144 and the series sweep. And I just put in here as a little quip, not even bringing over one of the strongholds gods from Quadrant would allow SSG to win this game. Hardy, har, har, har. Oh, it's, it's just a, it was just a joke. It's just a fucking joke. I know that uh, uh, Legend has not had a lot of time here in North America. I fully understand it was just a joke. And I fully expect them to do well moving forward. Um, Native went up against Shopify. Native beat them 3-0 in winner's round five as well. Not much really to talk about there. Just the better team won in that instance. Physique, welcome back. Good to see you. So now on to the first one I want to actually watch here. Winner's semifinal. Native went up against Sentinels. Game one was uh, capture the flag on Argyle. You know, the versatile trash pile. And I have here... An absolutely beautiful team collapse onto the Sentinels into the uh, into collecting a super slide to grab the flag and punch it in and basically record fucking time. As a matter of fact, so real quick, I just want to watch that flag cap. I have it here. Um, give me just a sec, Rooney here. I need to find the right scene. I think this is the right scene. I'm going to click over to the right scene. We're going to see if this is the right scene. It's the right scene, ladies and gentlemen. This uh, this little clipperoo matches maybe forbidden where you can take down all four for the opposing team and if you go two down in that process it's probably not even worth overextending quote unquote into the base and getting a pull here we see oh, sentinels go four Whoa. down oh. you see collect doing those because that's what he did you fucking like, oh yeah they get two dead collect with the fucking massive slide through the base grabs the flag runs out bottom mid here we go was that a grapple slide? One it looked like it, yeah. Gaming, and that exemplifies why it's so important to take your numbers advantage. And I think a grapple hook got used as well to sling yes. that flag forward toward the cap point. Oh my as God. And Badoink. So there was that one. Just wanted to quickly shout that out. That was just a super, like, we don't see a lot of super fast flag runs on Argyle. And so the fact that they, they got two dead right away. Um, collect was able to swoop in from the back of the base, grab the flag, just truck it on through mid. Uh, you don't see that very often. I thought that was a very cool play. Just want to highlight that. Um, and then there was also a bonkers Sentinels flag cap that started with a bottom mid scramble that I have queued up as well. So I want to get to that one. And, uh, here we Spring, it looks like that first one was a grapple super slide. All four up for Sentinels. Back foot spawns here for Native Gaming. Sparty gets taken down, but do you see the QT usage by Boo Boo Dubu? He was in a very precarious spot. Use it to stay alive a little bit longer, but Monster's in perfect positioning to shut him down this flag. So the thing that I find crucial here is that Lethal was able to stay alive as much as he was. And not only did he stay alive really well, but he also gets a stick, which basically ensures that the flag is going to get to the base. It's still mid-map. I have to imagine members of Sentinels are going to continue to right there. the flag, but they can't just do so blindly. Just They're the fucking Kobe against Lethal. Stick on Mikwin. I mean, yeah, Mikwin. One, but also just predicting exactly where Mikwin tried to go, and they've got the flag, and they've got... And there you go. Gets the counter cap right there. Just fucking insane. Great counter. 
Want to shout that out. Spartan117, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. So, moving on. Um, Let me see here. Okay. Game two was Slayer on recharge. Sentinels are up 30 to 20. 30 to 20 at the midway point in this game. And two minutes later, the game is tied 35-35. If you guys don't know what play I'm going to reference here, Will, remember Collect and the Camo play? Are you talking this series specifically? I am talking this series specifically. I'm assuming that's what you're going to show. That is exactly what I'm going to show. Um, before I show it, I'm going to give a breakdown of what happens here. Monster picks off Boo Boo and Tower and proceeds to finish off Lethal, who grabbed Camo originally while jumping up from Camo Jump, leaving Camo on Midbridge. Okay, so because of where Lethal dies, Camo's sitting on Midbridge. Collect hops off Bat Ledge into Batteries, proceeds to use his last grapple to grapple the Camo from Midbridge, all while still holding onto the Shock Rifle. Collect pops camo, plays his life perfectly, drops in the bottom mid, picks off Falcated on C-Steps, and gets the last kill on an unsuspecting Spartan in bottom A door to win the game. Yeah, huge play by him. Huge he, play. Let's, let's, let's watch it. Let's fucking watch it. Talk oh, about clutch. Oh no, this is not good for Sentinels. They're not in good position. They, they do have a good angle to approach the camo, but they know that it's bait. Look at this, collect now with the shock rifle. This man has hit some insane shots with this gun. Just check out the man's Twitter feed. You'll see some of the dirtiest shock rifle kills you've ever seen. It's now a tie game. Neither team really wanting to push for this camo. It's kind of bait for both sides. Sentinels, you can see their formation on that seaside, trying to jostle for position. They know collect is lurking. They're gonna use the shroud screen to stop his vision so they can comfortably grab the camo, but they haven't even grabbed it yet. They've actually relocated into the tower. Lethal now finally gonna grab it. <gasps> Sparty finds a back smack on McWin. I don't think that camo got out safely. Looks like Sparty, the last player on. Oh! This, no, with the grapple. What a pickup from Collect! He has the camo with the use of the deadliest catch. Grapple hook pulls camo away, but Sentinels are pulling away with the lead. 48-47, Collect with camo and the shot. The game in his hands. He hits the perfect shot. Takes down Falcade and tied 49. Oh, and then he clutches. And there it is. Huge shots. Absolutely massive. Absolutely massive. Gnarly, what do you mean what happened to my head? Which head? Did something fuck up with a camera or whatever? I apologize if that's the case. I apologize if that's the case. But yeah, that last that those last section like those last plays of that game, the fact like that camo was in the literal perfect spot for Collect to be able to grapple it where he was. Like if Lethal wouldn't have tried to jump up. Like lethal also off spawn, like saw where he was like he, he's, he got camo eyes for a split second, but Falcated clearly didn't see where he was when he dropped down bottom mid. Um, and yeah, just gets, just gets the kills needed to win the game.
Um, obviously, I think Mickwin got a melee trade as well, I think, in gold steps, if I'm not mistaken, um, which made it a 49-49, but yeah. Does it? That's weird. I'm not paying attention. I'm sorry. Yeah, Bob Bangham. And they, they came out with an update that supposedly helped with the observer um, in terms of reticle placement and whatnot. So hopefully that is the actual case. But what are you going to do? Camera's fine right now. All right. Well, either way, maybe OBS is doing something fucky or Discord's doing something fucky regardless. So yeah, I just wanted to shout out that play because that was fucking insane. And to see that happen, just absolutely fucking gnarly. So there was that play. And will this series, this series had it all because that's not the last play that I want to talk about within this series. As a matter of fact, I want to talk about round two of oddball on live fire, which was game number three. When we go into this clip chat, Listeners, watchers, I want you all to realize something here. Sentinels are currently up one round to nothing. Sentinels are on the verge of being swept. Okay? But they have the first round win in oddball. We are in the second round, and the score of this round is currently 96 to 71 in favor of Sentinels. The in-game clock has 36 seconds remaining. Now, for those who don't know about oddball, the game clock stops if a ball is being held or if the ball is being played. Okay? So if you're holding the ball, that timer has stopped. Again, the score of this round is 96 to 71. Sentinels need four seconds of ball time to win this game, to send the game, to send the series into a game four. And if you know the, the outcome of the series, fucking hold on to your asses because this shit's about to get insane. Things up, but now Sentinels only need just a few more seconds, but they go three down. Booba Dooba, last player alive. They're going to reset that oddball. Monster is there to pick it up, but you hear Jeff Steitzer in your ears. 30 seconds left. About 30 seconds separating these two teams. So Native Gaming are going to have to play perfectly if they want to avoid an L here. They do have the oddball rotated out. APG is going to go into the drink, and that's going to click more, click, tick more time away. 15 seconds left. And Sentinels only need four seconds. They're definitely going to try to secure some kills before just going straight for it. Mikwin in a great spot to force the fumble. Also oh got God. Monster here with him to get the beat down with the oddball. This player has to scurry away. Honestly, um, insane that he's survived this long using the repulsor as well. Boo Boo does a lot for it, but with four seconds on the clock, they're holding this and they've got to hold it for the duration of this hold. Just simply staying alive there was massive for Boo Boo as he drained at least an extra 10 seconds off the clock. Three feeling like nanoseconds, two. 91 though, as Native Gaming might just come back. Monster down to one HP. One second separating these two teams. Two seconds left on the clock as Monster rotates it. But oh. does he toss the oddball up to APG? Yes, he does! As Native Gaming. What the fuck? 
What the fuck? They needed four seconds. And they got two they of got them. Three of them. Yeah, three two of them. It was 99, right? They I, were at 99. What it was one of the two. Either way. The, <laughs> and the fact that not only were native able to hold onto the ball for as long as they needed to, to win that round, they win the game. Obviously the series was a three Oh sweep, but the fact that with only a few seconds left on the actual in-game clock and monster has to drop the ball to get a kill to ensure that he's able to pick the ball back up again within those three fucking seconds and does so. And then is able to throw the ball up to APG to finish the round off. Is insane. In fucking insane. And I think we'd be doing a disservice if we didn't show that off. Because that was one of the clutchest oddball plays I think I've ever seen. So... That yeah, was, as that time was clicking down, I was like, the, the the amount of slays they have to get, the the positioning, it's like, there's no way they can pull off that round. This is going to game four. Oh yeah, and then that happens, and you're just, I was just like awestruck, like what what just went down, that 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 was allowed to happen. It was, oh, but props to Native for the situ situational awareness in those moments, right? It, it just, it came together so well. They got that round win and then went on to win the series. So seriously, they, they, they literally had to play that round perfectly. They had to play the end of that round fucking perfectly. And the fact that not mm-hmm. only did they win that round at the end and they played it perfectly, they won the game. Like they went on to win a third round. So yeah. just momentum shift. You could say, Oh my God, it was, that's fucking insane. Uh, maniac. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Apologize for missing that earlier. All right, so we move on from that series. Let's go to phase against Optic again in the winner's semifinal. I want to talk about game four, which was Strongholds on Solitude. And specifically, this end of the game setup and execution by phase to win the game. Now, to set this up for everybody, the score is 234 to 210. Okay, 234 to 210 in favor of Optic Gaming. They have a CB hold on Solitude, but they're also three dead. Let me switch over to the scene, and here we go. Optic Gaming, and if not for that last stand, this would have gone in Optic Gaming's favor, but Snakebite, with control of B, has phase right back in it. Faze played that situation so patiently. They knew they were losing a lot of points, but all it takes is one good hold to get back into it. Lucid kind of overextending here. I don't know if this was the best play to go bottom middle and try to cap B in this moment. Almost a bit of desperation. They're trying to force this, but I generally recommend people to just get control of high ground, get some slays on the outskirts of the map before you drop into B. The indicator at the bottom of the screen telling FaZe exactly where they are. It's gonna make it easy for them to drop in and stop it. 
And that play could be what loses Optic this game unless they can get around to slays right here, right now. Oh, Formal has to reload. Formal has to reload, but he regains. No, he does not. Renegade takes him down instead, and Renegade starting to find his form. Finally positive for the first time in this series as Optic Gaming go all four down. FaZe Clan will secure the game four win with a trap cap, and we're heading to a game five in El Clasico. Just flawless execution. Just absolutely flawless execution. And the other thing, like they were talking about during the cast, I was thinking the exact same thing, is that they it really did seem like Optic were desperating that bottom mid-hill a little too much. Um, but credit where credit is due, FaZe were keeping, like, we're not letting them, we're not letting it get to them, we're not letting the game get away from them, and instead held their angles, held their setup, and they were able to collapse, get that trip cap at the very end, and win the game. So, good shit. Yeah, it was, um, I was surprised they got the lucid off a of spawn, got the damage down on the player lifting mm -hmm. and they didn't clear him out, which allowed him to live. And that, that player on C, even though he's not capping is still cause was going to cause issues for you. If you drop bottom mid, do you have all the phase players up high ready for whatever's to come? And it, it was the one by one push into the hill that cost the, cost them the game there. Absolutely. Could not agree more. All right. Just going to continue on with the tournament here because there's one more clip I want to show, but it's a little bit later on. So in winner's final phase, went up against native, it was a three Oh going by way of phase. He kind of expected that hap to happen. But uh, game one was King of the Hill on Solitude. And while stats don't tell the whole story of a game, again, stats are not everything, ladies and gentlemen. You should know that by now. Frosty was fucking on one. He went 25-7, and seven, and Royal 2 and Renegade were in double, digit, double digits with assists that game. So, damn. Kind of a massacre. Losers round nine, SSG went up against Shopify. SSG won that uh, series 3-2. to two, And Complexity beat Business. Uh, three to zero as a matter of fact. So congrats to complexity on that one in losers round 10 optic went up against SSG. This was a three Oh going by way of optic and uh, game one is the only thing I want to talk about briefly was strongholds on recharge, which we're going to talk about the other losers round 10 matchup and the same exact game being strongholds on recharge in the other one. But for this one optic came back from being down 221 to 90 to win the game 250 to 231. They won an, they went on an absolute fucking tear to win that game. And then a uh, little bit better scoreline here for the opposing team, but still uh, in terms of like where the difference was, um, Sentinels went up against complexity. Sentinels beat complexity 3-0. Um, but again, game one was strongholds on recharge and Sentinels came back from being down 219 to 123 to win the game 252 219. I mean, to, yeah, to 219. So there you go. They just fucking came back and won that game. The final one I want to talk about here, the lot, not series, but the final clip that I have to show here for the broadcast, as a matter of fact, is Optic going up against Sentinels in the loser semifinal. Optic won 3-0. Okay, it was kind of expected that that was going to take place, right? And this series 
wasn't necessarily that close, all things considered, but there was a game that very much so was close. Game three was King of the Hill on live fire. With just over one minute of game time remaining, Sentinels are down one to three. And again, for those who don't know, like Oddball, in King of the Hill on Halo Infinite, if you are in the hill, the game clock stops. Okay? If you are in the hill, the game clock stops. So with just over one minute of in-game time left, Sentinels are down one hill to three. So they need to cap two to tie the game. Sentinels proceed to capture back-to-back hills within that time limit to send the game into overtime. And what about that overtime hill? Well, let's just say that shit gets bonkers. At this point, a minute and 13 seconds of regulation. I would not be surprised if Optic elected to play just a bit of advanced slayer. They decided to say, you know what, Sentinels, you play for the next two hills. We're just going to slay you out for over a minute. Even if Sentinels take this middle hill, how much time will go down while they go after it, Tim? Yeah, a lot, right? They definitely want to play for time here. It's so important. And Sentinels are going to do their best to stamp into this hill, but it's one break from the side of Optic Gaming. That'll, that just make this so much more difficult. That being said, it's not impossible. Sentinels just have to pick up the slays here, and you see Falcated does just that with the camo. Not able to clean up dead zone. Finally is. That's a killing spree for Falcated, and potentially Sentinels' second hill with only three seconds ticking off the clock. Wow. Well played by Senso. The fundamentals coming out well and that objective defense looking even better. Like you said, four, three or four seconds taken off as far as regulation and they bring us... Real quick before we continue with this game. Um, Flebus, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And also, uh, not only was there barely any game time taken off of the clock for that hill... Will, correct me if I'm wrong here, but that top mid hill can be pretty tricky to capture. It all depends on the setup. Um, you know, you you want a person tower so that they have cover and able to shoot down to hill. You also need to have someone possibly covering A, knowing if they're going to be spawning B or in the back of A, and that can also block the blocking whatever spawn so that, you know, if your tower player needs to look dummies, nest side, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, it's often hard to capture that quickly because you have to spread so far. And your top mid, it's Nade Central, right? It's basically a kill hallway. Absolutely. So the Sentinels get their second capture of the game. There's just over a minute left of in-game time on the clock. Let's see what happens. Back within one, so that puts Optic in this position where maybe they don't play for time. Maybe both of them are going to be fighting for this hill, and Sentinels desperately trying to send us into a seventh. Yeah, playing for time right now when uh, Sentinels are this looking this solid, right? It looks like they've hit another gear here, and this is exactly what they needed. But again, only that four seconds from regulation have been removed. Now they added another two right there to get a different position on the hill. That is Sparty, who obviously is having a solid game, and you asked him to 16, 12, and 16 out of him. Trippy with the sniper. 
He wants to get that first kill, taking no damage whatsoever. Does just that. Trippy now lines it up onto Sparty, just barely missing two shots, a couple of wounded shots, but also letting the enemy team know exactly where he's pushing from. Luckily, a distraction from both Dead Zone and Lucid to push up. This is a two-pronged attack. It looks like Optic are going in from multiple angles, and Sentinel's defense simply wasn't ready for it. Two make three, eventually turns to two down for Sentinels, and Optic immediately take control. Just 39 seconds on the clock here, Optic. They're not stepping foot in this hill. Yeah, it's actually incredible, right? Just a great showcase of discipline here for Optic Gaming, deciding, hey, we're not going to get in a hill. We're going to play our, our fundamentals. We're going to play the time. And that's exactly what they do. 20 seconds left. Falcon to do with the camouflage. Wants to get behind enemy lines. Looks like Trippy's that most perimeter player that he has to deal with. And Trippy with the eagle eye is able to spot out Falcon. And although he doesn't get the kill, Formal does. And Sparty follows it up. Four seconds right now is all the Sentinels have in neutral time. And a trade out in lives is going to drain that clock down. Boo Doobles at the zero second mark. There's no way. There is zero seconds on the clock. Optic just went three down. Optic get wiped. Sentinels about to steal it and send into a sudden death overtime with zero seconds on the clock. What a... If that camo play didn't happen, that game might be over right then and there if that camo play didn't happen. The fact that... I mean, I don't even care if the Trippy saw him at the end. Like, the, And also, Trippy looked like he had QT popped. I don't know why he just didn't leave that. Like he didn't zip, yeah, zip, I, I, zippity bop out of there. You know what I mean? I think that he knew formal was coming and to get the camel player dead was more important, but the damage that the camel player and the rest of the team was able to do during that play allowed for Sentinels to grab that hill. Yep. And you saw literally the last possible split second for Sentinels to get into that hill while there were still two down and just Wow. But that's not even the craziest part, Will, because now we're in overtime. Sudden death, last hill wins. Obviously, it's tied 3-3. Three to three. But let's watch what happens now. Massive play there by Sentinels. Party gets the trade of a century. Boo Boo's able to sneak inside the hill with zero seconds, like you said. It is all tied up. We're in regulation overtime here. A minute and 49 seconds left. I don't even care about the minute and 49 seconds. This next hill takes the win right now. And as of right now, it is so important for Sentinels to ride this momentum that seemingly has come out of nowhere. Three down once again go optic. The green wall is getting taken down brick by brick. Sentinels want to send this into a game four. They do not want to get swept. Now, optic is getting the slays, though. They've got two dead on the side of Sentinels. And Lethal's going to fall as well. So it's up to Falcade to try and do as much damage as possible while all the while staying alive which seems like an impossible task as optic gaming have stamped their setup into this hill this time optic have to close it out 
There's no slaying for time here, and so far they're doing a damn good job of it. They eventually go three down, but look at all of the time they were able to uh, to accumulate. And on top of that, Formal being the final player alive is still able to get kills onto Sentinels. They only need about 25% of this hill so far. And mind you, Sentinels, they are far behind. Yeah, Optic Gaming, they'll throw a couple of players on the outside towards Brutes. It was actually just one and, and uh, Lucid, I'm sorry. Trippy's on that nest side, and he ends up getting a kill and staying alive. And they have that top tower presence, but there's still someone in the hill milking all this time, Tony. Sensors, where are you? You gotta get in here and you gotta get in fast and apparently you ask it. They, they answered the call. Three down once again go off the game. And Sentinels once again having control and hopefully they can hold it for a bit longer than their last run because again they're still behind. About 30% done but with Falcator is shooting like that, maybe things could happen. Boobadooba from the tower side is able to drop down and get those kills. Optic once again go three down. Formal once again the final player alive and he's being Chased down, Sentinels are putting time on the board. Lethal with the backsmack. Optic are spawning on the opposite side of the map. They have to come in and push for the last time. They need to break the setup, and they're running out of time. This time, Optic Gaming. Two down Stolen. for Optic Gaming. Oh my word! This is the chance for Sentinels to come in. Optic Gaming Wait, still the hill though. No one's able to get in. It's Optic Gaming what? with the three-zero sweep. What an Holy shit, man. It, it's just so scrappy. It was so scrappy, man. And I, I I felt like the hill time was being grabbed pretty quickly back and forth. Yeah. I think there was a couple times Sentinels could have stepped in earlier, but man, it, it was just basically trades. It was basically trades. Yeah. And you heard it a couple times, Optic Gaming down three. Yep. And... To be able to actually get the hill uh, after going down three players multiple times is incredible in my eyes. So there was, um, give me one second because I want to find it real quick. I want to go back to it just right quick. When Sentinels are on a fucking tear, okay? Sentinels are on an absolute tear. I actually believe it's right here, if I'm not mistaken. I know I know chat can't see it. I'm just trying to set things up real quick. There was a play that happened where two or three were dead by way of Sentinels. And you would think about it and you're like, oh, well, in that case, like optics should have this in the bag. But the reason why they didn't have it in the bag is because Spartan was sitting top tower the entire time. And just, I know that Sentinels didn't win that game and obviously they didn't win the series. But the fact that Spartan was able to have that presence being top tower and being a nuisance for Optic to prevent them from getting into the hill, like just delaying what would have been the, the inevitable. But just having, being that teammate to do what he needed to do to prevent them from getting those seconds when he could. Like it's just, I thought that was a phenomenal play because you see his teammates die around him and like optic are looking for the fourth. Like where's, where is he? Where is he not realizing that? Oh, he's just fuck. He's sitting here. 
He's right here with you guys at the hill. You just haven't noticed yet. Like, I just thought, great fucking play by Spartan as well. Obviously, it didn't work out in the end, but regardless, just fucking shout out. So, um, that was that for that series, obviously. Um, losers final optic went up against native. They beat them three Oh, and, uh, that it was an absolute blowout. It just, they're, it was unfortunate, but it was an absolute blowout. And then in the grand finals phase beat optic three to one. Um, again, VODs and stats are included in the show notes of the show exclamation point show notes and chat. If you're watching live or if you're tuning into the audio version or the VOD on YouTube, it's in the description of the episode exerts. Thank you for the follow and welcome to the live show. Ikuza. It's because I got a haircut. I'm not wearing a hat because I got a haircut. If I'm wearing a hat, that means my hair's fucked up and it's longer than usual. And hence why I wore a hat forever because I don't get my haircut very often. So there you go. Now, you know, um, John, the, th- that series, I mean, even that series, not really that King of the Hill game was close, but like, if you go back and you look at the, the optic native series, that wasn't literally wasn't close at all. So it's unfortunate, but whatever. Will. Yeah. That means that I'll just, uh, I'll run through the full placings here for North America. In seventh and eighth, we had Shopify Rebellion, with which was Cycle, Mental, Soul Snipe, and Suppressed, and Business, which was Druck, Last Shot, Swish, and Talik. Fifth, sixth, Space Station, Bound, Eco, Legend, and Stellar, and Complexity, Descendant, Hus, Precision, and Ryanu. In fourth place was Sentinels, Boobadoobu, Falcated, Lethal, and Spartan. In third place was Native Gaming, APG, Collect, Mikwin, and Monster as a sub. Optic Gaming in second place with Dead Zone, Formal, Lucid, and Trippy. And first was FaZe Clan, Frosty, Renegade, Royal 2, and Snakebite. Again, brackets, VODs, stats, all included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Um, Yeah. And that's it for our topic. Or I would say it would be. Because, Will, I had that question I wanted to ask you. Okay. The North American points, specifically the North American points. Yes. Because we were, I get, I think we're still kind of wondering, even though we believe it's the case that they don't transfer over. Um, but we can't definitively say correct. Oh, for like barcode, barcode coming to, yeah, we don't know. Okay. So yeah, um, we don't know the official ruling on that because I don't think we've seen the official ruling on that, but um, the question is, what are the points going to look like for native gaming now that native gaming has barcode officially on the roster? That's the question. And if that, if the graphic is correct, and I'll post a link to it, I'll post a link to the tweet right now in the chat and I'll make sure to put this in the show notes as well. So don't worry for the audio listeners or the VOD watchers. It'll be in there as well. If this graphic is correct, because in the native gaming roster of this graphic, it has barcode in there. So if this graphic is correct, then native gaming is currently in ninth place in terms of points. 
And if that graphic is correct, then I would assume that is the barcodes on the roster. He's in the graphic. Those are the points that the team has. So currently they are in ninth place. Stainers are currently above them. That includes Gilkey, King, Nick, Sav, and Suspector. Um, complexity and business are also above them currently. So who knows? And also, shout out McPookies for fucking being intent there. That's fucking great. That's awesome. Yeah, Pharaoh, they did. Because because of how many points Monster had from winning with SSG in the first week. Monster had, I think the stat showed was like Monster had more pro points than all three other members of Native Gaming combined before this, like before this last uh, open series happened. So that's what happens, man. You get somebody with a shit ton of points on the team, it drastically increases seat. Because somehow, some way, the points matter now. So there we go. If that graphic is correct, then currently Native Gaming with barcode on the roster are in ninth place in terms of points. And they could easily, they could easily make some moves like obviously not roster moves, like make moves in like seating based off this next open series this weekend. Um, if they place well, so we'll have to wait and see. We will have to wait and see, but we all know that, uh, APG does not want to fucking go through open bracket because he said it himself. So, <laughs> <laughs> and frankly, I don't fucking blame him. I don't blame him. Uh, yeah. All right. That's it for our topic, Will, which means it's time for some regular news. Halo Infinite updates by Halo Support. Big Team Battle, five community-made Forge maps were added to the Halo Infinite Big Team Battle staple playlist today. They include Fortitude, Insolence, Obituary, Refuge, and Thunderhead. Um, so go check them out. Justin and I played on two of them. I am not, I'm still not a fan of the Halo 2 map remake in Forge. The one with like the giant bridge and the warthog poster or billboard or whatever. I'm not a fan of that map. I was not a fan of it in Halo 2. Mm. I was not a fan of it in Halo 5. I'm not a fan of it in Halo Infinite. But the other one that I played, I forget what it was called, was good. Playlist updates. Number one. In addition to the new maps added in today's play, uh, update, the team has implemented a fix for the ranked doubles playlist. The QT not active camel will now spawn its the power equipment on the map Argyle. And then playlist update number two, due to a bug, total control is no longer available on the new big team battle map, Thunderhead. The arena rotational playlist, uh, Team Sniper has re- Team Snipers has replaced social objectives, and big team battle rotational playlist, Big Team Social, has been removed. And then there's two silver debrief articles related to the TV show, which I'm not going to read on this show. You can read if you want to, but I'm not going to waste my time doing it here. Um... Dakewell, welcome back, says, what in the pure delight update did I miss? Yeah. Flip the graphic one more time. I'm going to fuck. I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to put the graphic up. Will. um, I just need to make sure I hit the right thing here. If I'm correct, then this should bring us to bada bing, bada boom. Yes. Will you, you make the announcement this time. 
HCS Pro Talk has partnered with Passion United to be a jersey sponsor for the upcoming events. We are putting our, well, they are putting our logo on one of the sleeves. And we are super excited just to help out a team in the Halo community going through open bracket and love what PD was doing and had to, had to help out, had to jump on board. There we go. We are official sponsors for Passion United this year. Fuck. Yes, we are. Uh, Maniac. Yes. Whoever Monster plays with this weekend will have a big boost. Yes. <laughs> that is yeah. that is very, very true. So, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think, I think they are signed up. I think he is on a roster for this weekend. I'm just blanking on which one I signed in, um, to face it earlier today. And I was looking through, I'm pretty sure he's on one. Need more AM bracket streams. I fucking agree. Agreed. It's like a leftover squad. Yeah, it is. Riz. You're correct. It's your roster. Good shit. Haley. Good shit. All right. Um, that's it for the regular news. Got our games watch. We don't have anything. Instead, it's time for Will's Adventures with the Nailovers. Another games too. Will, what'd you play over the last week? I played some Halo Infinite. As much as I get frustrated with the game, sometimes I can't stop grinding and trying to get better. So, played Halo. Obviously, we did the community play date. Eights on Mondays uh, and some ranked arena in between. And then I've been playing a lot of Escape from Tarkov. Just been, um, I finally got to level 15. And at level 15 in the game, you unlock the flea market. It's literally like a, um, it's it's an open market. You Things you find in raids, you can sell. You can name name your price. So it's easier to get better attachments and guns for players who aren't finding them everywhere. So that's exciting. I can finally sell a bunch of the junk I've been holding on to. You only get a limited space for uh, a stash or for your items you've found or earned in the game. So, and last night, I think I grind up to like four and a half million rubles. Yes, the game uses rubles because it's from Russia. And yeah, just been just been playing some Tarkov. Loving it, hating it. It's a really punishing game if you are dying a lot, but if you're getting kills and getting out, it can be a lot of fun. And that's all I played. Josh, what about you? I played Halo Infinite as well. Did the community play date. Um, Casted with you over the customs Olympics. Oh, yes. Yes. That was a fun time, by the way. And it was good. good. Yes. Then just did the weekly challenges. Um, Got into so the, the ultimate is get a killing spree again in PvP. So uh Justin and I queued into some BTB for some PvP and mm. got the killing spree. I can rhyme. What's up? And so there's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 32. So there's there's that. And then I played some uh Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 reunion. 
which you can definitely tell it's a fucking redone PSP game. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. What's up, Fulcrum? Welcome back. That's all I played. Let's get into some shoutouts. <laughs> Happy belated birthday to Lottie, Freezy, Fragout, Haley, uh, Eva, Generic. Saw you in here earlier as well. And Maddie Rums. Happy belated birthday to you all. Ooh. Hope the days were amazing. And uh, yeah, hope the birthdays were fucking incredible because you all deserve incredible birthdays. Hell, you all deserve incredible days regardless. Fuck just birthdays. It needs to be every day. Every day deserves to be incredible for you all. Um, Turbo Sniper's hitting us with the Will Side Eye emote. Does that mean Turbo Sniper? Did you also have a birthday? Turbo Sniper, did you also have a birthday? No? Okay, never mind then. Or is no. it because I'm on my phone right now handling something? He's handling business, guys. Leave Will alone. He's handling fucking business. That's what he does. Will's a goddamn closer, all right? Will fucking, Will closed on the Passion United deal. Will closed on the Customs Olympics. Will's a fucking straight closer, man. Leave him alone. All right. Then, happy 10-year anniversary to Tashi over at 343. Congratulations to... I don't get to use this very often. But I'm going to use one now because I think 10 years is kind of a big deal. Congratulations, Toshmeister, on the 10 years over at 343. Will, is that one of two for the year? For what? Is that one of two for the year? Toshmeisters. Oh, it wasn't to his face directly. So it doesn't count. Though. I don't know. I, th I think, I think we just keep rolling. I think we it doesn't count then. I think I saw my two in the bag. Let's go, baby. Congratulations to Shirzy and shell on their pregnancy announcement, which is really fucking awesome. Congratulations to you guys. Um, super fucking excited for you guys. Can't that's wow. Kids are something else though. I tell you what. Amazing, but there's something else. Shout out to everyone who joined in the eights. That was all in Juan, Elated Dartboard, Hey Narwhal, LP Gamer Kid, Mouse TV, Riz, Turbo Sniper, Tyler Hits Buttons, and Zarners. Shout out to everyone who joined in the community play date. That was Ashley Blair, Boba Fett, C4, Fox Too Quick, Game Crazy John, Goalie Sniper, Halt Hammer, Heavy Rainfall Music, I'm Just Casual Quick, LP Gamer Kid, Mouse, Only Use a Frag, Rasta Monkey Jr., Riznax, Stumpy. Swole Daddy and William Star Winder. Easily the biggest play date we've ever had. It was, that was crazy. Yes, it was. It was a lot of fun, though, too. That, it I, was. I'm surprised at how well the forklift sumo worked with the amount of people that we had. Yeah. I agree. It made it, uh, I think it made it more interesting having that many people on the field. Yeah. It was a, it was a turn and get flung off. That's what it was. You, you spawn, you turn your forklift and you get hit by, so you just fly off. It's just, it's mass chaos, mass chaos. It's okay, John. You just gotta, you gotta skill issue. All right. John's everyone who followed and sub <laughs> during the live show. I mean, will John's just having a, a rough week. 
You like so first he has single digit FPS playing fucking forklift sumo in the playdate. Um, John, did your game crash too? Like I thought your game crashed at one point. It did. It did during sumo. I, I remember that. Yeah, and then also like you fucking timed him out today. Like, he's, he's just having yeah, a rough week, a, dude. He's just fuck me, man. <laughs> he's just having. I was a just rough trying week. to click Windows and back into chat, and then I was like, "You timed out, John." I'm like, "No." Yeah, it's just clicking too many goddamn windows, dude. Way too many windows. It's remote setup. I got stuff plastered on my screens. It's horrible. Oh my god. All right. Woo-wee. Give me a second here. Got to catch up on some things. Okay. So, Will, you probably already shout them, shouted them out. Um, but going to get the guys from, uh, going to get the folks that followed and subbed from the eights um, up to today. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did call out the eights ones. So okay. If, well, then I mean, I'm if you want going to redo to, them. Go for it. No, nah, you're good. You're good. All right. Trusted. I'm going to have another coughing fit though. So I'm going to step off camera for a minute. That's fine. I'll be here for a second. So trust in Ikuza, even though I think you're already following, but somehow you're now following again. Um, His Twitch fucked up. Okay. Well, Ikuza, thank you for the follow two times over or three times over. Appreciate you as always. Uh, Dustin Berry Pie. Hey there, boy. I'm still going to say it like that because that's the way I read it. The one war eagle, uh, Shinkiro, Silver Fox, Spartan 117, Maniac Phlebas, and Exerts. Thank you all for the follows. Greatly appreciate Let's see here. Um, John with the nine month resub. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. John with the nine month resub. Riz with the gifted sub to fucking will Ashley with the 11 month resub blackout with the three month resub Chica with the 20 month resub generic with the brand new sub. Thank you all very much for the subs. You all get a woo and daddy as always. Thank you for the bits hashtag bit by bit. Let's see here. And then finally Shout out to everyone who's a patron at the semi-pro and higher tiers. This includes Watsy, Dakota, Christian, Deep Pancakes, Ashley, Voodoo Man, Rasta Monkey Jr., Rick Eater, Snagu, Raider, Hater, Peanut, Mutt, One Swole, Daddy, Danny Phantom, Riznak, Zarners, Abby Joy, Mr. Smiley, High Tech Redneck, Goalie Sniper, The Only Neve, Heavy Rainfall, and Elena Darboard. Thank you all very, so very much for the extra support over on the Patreon. Will, how was your coughing fit? Oh, wonderful. I feel out of breath now. Oh, that's, I mean, I know it's Valentine's day, so I know I take your breath away, but you know, it's okay. We don't need to talk about that right now. Will. it's okay. I get it. Um, I expect my chocolates in the mail, you motherfucker. So, okay. My fucking chocolates will moving on community creations. What? What will what? what you 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 got someone to get you chocolates? All right, you don't need chocolates from me. I, I like will chocolates. Mm. It's, I, okay, that could be taken a lot of different ways. I, I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> 
Moving on. Moving on. Community creations. Halo memes for everyday rat.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Go check it out. Community spotlight by 343. That article is up. Um, HCS Valentine's Day cards by Ranger Cali. Go check those out. How to not miss in Halo Infinite by Royal 2. He's putting out YouTube videos now, which is fucking awesome. Um, why Ryan Noob is a great in-game leader. This is by Complexity. Go check that little snippet video out. It's a good one. Um, Ladies Night with Lucinity, Episode 3, featuring Sparty and Ranger Callie. Go check that out as well. Great little interview going on over there. Um, podcasted, Episode 1 by Outcast. Go check that out. Um, why Not Branding Redesign by IZK Designs. Mighty clean, mighty fine. Love it. So uh, check it out. It looks fucking awesome. And then the 2023... Halo Uploads Montage Contest Results by Halo Uploads. Fourth place was Rain. Third was Adrift. Second was the Frosty Final Halo 5 Montage. And first was the Reunion 2. If you go if you go to that tweet's link in the Google Doc of the show, it's the show. Um, in the second tweet, like in the... In the thread of that of those tweets, in the second tweet of that thread, are all of the links to these montages. So if you have not seen these montages, I absolutely recommend you do so. You should definitely fucking do so. And that's it for the community creations, which means that's all I have for the show, Will. So, without further ado, if you do me a favor and plug the show. Of course, as Josh mentioned... You can find us on Patreon. If you want a little extra content from Josh and I, go to patreon.com slash Talk for an audio show, video show, Q&A, all that good stuff. Go check it out. Do um, it as always, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and others like Josh's favorite. Pocket Casts, still not that. You can join the Discord, exclamation point Discord and chat, or find the link tree on our Twitter. It's free. It's open to everyone. Uh, mostly everyone has been cordial and nice in the discord and we appreciate you all, but community discussion goes on there throughout the week. We talk sports, infinite updates, other games, uh, life stuff, people making bread, you know, whatever. It's all there. Go check it out. People, uh, people do be making bread. <laughs> they do. Very true. Fuck. Um, find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok. We're, we're, we're on all of them. Uh, Shorts going up on YouTube and I believe Instagram or no TikTok as well. Um, uh, YouTube's got our old videos. Like uh, my uh, my brain's gone. Old vods, all the old shows are there. Our interview series is on YouTube, twitch.tv slash HS Pro Talk live show on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Central Time. Trying to stream community play date Fridays at 8 p.m. Central Time. And eights Mondays seven or eight PM Central Time. Go check those out. Fuck. And yeah. then if you go to hsbrokedoc.com, it'll actually send you to the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved and HaloEvolved.com. Nope. Read it again. Dot co. Yep. My bad. They had to change their URL. They, I mean, they didn't have to. They changed their URL, so now it's HaloEvolved.co. Got it. And You're home have- for Halo. <laughs> No, I have sne- no, I'm sneezing. They have great shows such as Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Build Fox, Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide. Go check it all out. Go check it out. And that's all I got, Josh. 
Awesome. Um, real quick before we're going to go raid piggy, by the way, because, uh, piggy deserves some love. So we're going to go do that right after this, but real quick, I just want to give a few other shout outs and a few other things that I want to talk about real quick. Um, one again, shout out PD shout out. You will, um, passion United, super fucking excited for that partnership. Um, it's going to be amazing that from the proof of concept that we saw for the Jersey, ah, chef's fucking kiss. It looks awesome. Can't wait to see what it looks like when we eventually get our hands on it. Can't wait for the merch. Can't wait for the stickers. I fucking love stickers. You guys already know that. Um, real quick. I want to talk about Patreon just for a quick second. If you were a goat tier patron, um, you will know that one of your perks, if you're subscribed at the goat tier for two months throughout the course of 2024, then you will get an exclusive Patreon goat, uh, tier t-shirt as well. Please know that the design is being worked on. Um, we are in the process of getting that all finalized. Uh, and then once that is finalized, we will reveal that. Uh, so please just stay tuned for that. That is being worked on. I promise. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is there's something else that I'm getting someone to work on in addition to the design of the goat tier t-shirt. Um, because Will and I have an idea that I'm not going to, again, this is an instance of like, we haven't solidified it yet. So I don't want to straight up announce it because there's still things in play. Um, but we have an idea on what we want to do for majors this year. Um, I think it's a real, it could be a really cool thing. And again, we can't definitively say it's happening because of scheduling and whatnot, but it is an idea. I really think we can do it. It's just making sure we can solidify everything and get ready to go. But please know that that is also something that's being worked on on the side. And I can't wait to hopefully announce that in the near future. Um, but yeah, we're going to go right up piggy. You guys are all amazing to all the new folks that tuned in for the first time. I hope you all enjoyed the show and, uh, the, yeah, thank you all for being here. To everybody that's tuning in live, thank you so very much. For those that are checking out the YouTube VOD or the audio version, thank you very much. Hope you're all having a great fucking week. This has been episode 326 of HTS Pro Talk. I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> um, like I said, you're all fucking amazing. Thank you so very much for being here. Thank you so very much for taking the time to listen or watch. I know I sound like a dead fucking horse because I say it all the time, but I truly fucking mean it. The fact that we can have a civilized and respectful conversation in the chat, uh, YouTube comments in the discord, whatever it is, you're all fucking amazing. And it makes, it makes my life and my mental so much easier knowing the community that we have in the community that you guys are. So thank you very much for that maniac. I didn't, I didn't fucking miss you. Thank you for the brand new sub. You get a woo greatly appreciated for the brand new sub as well. Let's go right up piggy. Let's give him a good night as well. Hope everyone has a great one. We'll be back next week to talk about more shit and that shit. I don't know what it's going to be. We'll have to wait and see. Will, I love you. Everybody in chat, have a happy Valentine's day. We'll see you next week. But until then, bye-bye. Love you all.